I I I'm so excited. Like Super the Bowl Super coming. Bowl is coming. It's coming. And in the middle of that, I'm gonna watch curling. Like I can't flip and wait. I might just go back and forth between the two. That's how I, excited you know I am I for what's I'm going on right now. Actually, Super Bowl, Schmooper Bowl. I'm gonna watch curling. Yeah, you can join me. We'll just sit there and watch curling together. Uh, watch all the uh, all the dads hop out of their <laughs> minivans, uh, throw <laughs> throw on their bowling shirts, and uh, run out to the curling ring. That's right. It's amazing that all these people, by the way, wear the same clothes from all over the world. Like they all look exactly the same when they New go Balance out there. New Balance shoes. I mean, hey, I'm wearing them right now. You jerk. Okay, anyway, they're not the white janitor. Look, look at me though. I could definitely be monarchs. the face of curling. <laughs> yeah. I could be the face of curling. I look like that guy right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing. I'll, the, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I got the New Balance shoes. I look like I might own a minivan. This is a really long intro. It. It's fine. It's fine. We got a great show. We're gonna we we're gonna let people know what we're today. talking about. And there's some we, curling in there. We talked about a lot of things today. We didn't necessarily drop a ton of information, but we got really ticked off about a couple of things that happened to our favorite sports teams, and then we had some spirited debate on what's about to happen on Sunday. Let's do the thing. Join us. Let's have some fun. Here we go. Welcome to Sportsify for February 9th, 2022, with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to a special dun, 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 episode of the, uh, the Sportsify right? podcast. No, that is the that's the Olympics. <laughs> I hate you. Is that the old NBA theme song? Oh, it's the ESPN One Night Football. Warner, okay. bite both of them. Warner is hanging out with me uh, and Grant and Jameson, as always. I. I am in love with the Olympics this week. I've watched none. I am so enthralled. If you if uh, if you have not been sitting in your house in the middle of the day already while you're doing your COVID work at home uh, type job, whatever you got going on, and screamed at the TV um, something to the effect of "No, not the Germans! Make them lose!" Like you have not experienced what I have this week. I was screaming. At all, everybody like the Germans need to lose, the Russians need to lose, the Chinese need to lose. This is what I do. Um, I I just yell for all of them to lose and anybody else to win. Uh, the Americans are doing fine. Like we're at our normal pace. We kind of chill out while these uh, some of the not as uh, popular categories are going uh, or events, I should say. And then uh, uh, as it goes further into the Olympics, the the Americans start to sweep out some awards. So. Uh, they're in a good pace, but I've literally been having a blast. I was watching uh, Luge uh, today with my wife and Short Track uh, Speed Skating. We recorded last night's session so we could watch it today <laughs> during the day. And uh, You're the only human being I know that records the Olympics. Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, I don't want to watch that it does when that. it's on sometimes at like 9 to 11. Like my wife told me she she was so into it the other night. She had a hard time going to bed and she had her like her early morning at work and she's just like, this sucks. She's like, I want to go to sleep, but I need to know what happens. It's so weird so because it. was not even a year ago we had the Summer Olympics because because they got postponed. Right. The, the so, COVID Olympics. Yeah, so it's it's been super weird. I've seen none of it so far. Um, Same. Wait, I, no, I watched some of it um, Sunday night after youth group students went to Applebee's well, and it was on. So you, I was you, catching glimpses. You have glimpses. Peacock, right? Yeah. yeah, I have access to it. Okay, somehow. So you should you should definitely go on there. There's tons of events that you can watch on Peacock. 
Okay. Uh, and you can watch it all free, by the way, if you don't, if you're not doing the paid version of Peacock, you just got to download the app and uh, they'll give you full sections of the slalom. I was on there. Luge was on there yesterday. Um, I mean, if you're into figure skating, please don't admit to that, but that was on there. Um, there's lots <laughs> of good stuff. There is. I like uh, the snowboarding and, and like the, I, yeah, snowboarding and like, and, and like the free fall skiing stuff. Well, they were, they were doing, like the um, oh, what is it called? Uh, the one where they do like multiple jumps and then there's like the rails yeah. and stuff at the top. Yes. That was That's, this week. Oh, dang. Um, so th- you can watch it on Peacock still there. Okay. Uh, you can go watch that event. Um, I'm trying to remember what the, what I, it's called. I yeah. honestly like, I know it's probably a hot take, but I bring my fair share of these on here. I think I, I like the winter Olympics more than the summer. That's not a hot take. I love the winter Olympics. Okay. I, well, Cause I've said this to like a bunch of people like throughout the week and everybody's like, be, Okay, Are you insane? Because when you watch these people go down the bobsled course on a sled, risking 70 their miles lives, an hour, you're like, you know what? I know some people that are dumb enough to do this. Yeah, uh, his fair. name is Sean. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we know him. Um, he would do it I grew without up a bobsled. With. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I just well, like cool running, so I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I well, I, yeah, confession, fair. never totally seen fair. it. Whoa, what? I've never oh my seen gosh, classic. You've never seen so many good things. I know. I've right, never seen cool running. I know. Chrissy got I'm, after me yep, for it the other day. Chrissy, so, hundred uh, percent. You, I don't think you're allowed to watch the Winter Olympics until you've seen cool watch runnings. It. Yeah. You won't appreciate it. That's you just fair. won't. That's fair. John Candy at his finest, by the way. Yeah, uh, I do love me some John acting. Candy. Uh, no, it's I. I was thinking about this the other day. I have a really good friend. I got a phone call for him today. Uh, he's applying for a let's call it a security job um and uh, because i can't say what it actually is and i have to do an official interview tomorrow to you know lie to some guy about how nice he is or whatever (laughs) i'm not gonna lie if somebody really does a hard dive this is gonna go this thing up forever no no but i have to do this interview for him tomorrow and i was sitting there thinking i'm like what is he what job is he getting it's a national security type position okay and i'm like they better not be giving this dude access to the red button because this is a guy who genuinely, like when we were kids, was like the one you could talk into doing anything. And like you were sure that someday <laughs> he was going to have a job a that invi- involved pushing a red button and hurting people. Like you were sure of it. And I actually think he might be getting a job this week where he has to put a, push a red button and possibly hurt some people. Um. Anyway, I don't know how I got there. Oh, that guy, though. That was the one who would have gone down the sled like that. Okay. He was in luge or skeleton. He'd be about it. And if you don't know the difference, luge is when you go down with your feet first, skeletons when you go down head first. And the dudes and ladies that go down head first are the craziest human beings Never. on the face of the planet. 80 miles dude, an hour. Dude, if you straight if down you mess up, even if you're wearing a helmet, yeah. brain damage. Dude, there was a, yeah. we were watching the, the women's luge last night, and there was this chick. Uh, she's American. Yep, I'm sure I remember what country. But she was American, and she literally was almost paralyzed in the last Winter Olympics. And she was back racing, and she crashed again. Like uh, I, we were that's so, not the Lord telling you, lady. You're done. You're, I mean, you're done. she was fine. She was fine. She ended up like uh, Dear she Lord, actually hopped right back on her sled. Like it, she got off, went sideways, and then jumped on it. You kind of lose her as she's going around this one corner, and then as she comes around it, you see her laying on the top, and you're like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> that's frightening. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. But also, saw somebody that almost got paralyzed this week. Another female skier. I uh, hit a lip at the, towards the bottom. She was going 70 miles an hour Jeez. and she caught a lip right towards the end and hit her back. And literally she could like barely move her head. And luckily she's okay as well, but like had a big scare. So the Olympics are terrifying. Especially and the winter Olympics. Yes. Like, yes terrifying like, and fun. 
It's the, all about speed. Yeah, yeah, there's so much speed in the Winter Olympics that you don't get in the summer. Like, I personally would probably watch more, or at least follow closer the, the Summer Olympics, because that feels like the bigger one, you know? Sure. But the Winter Olympics are more, like, exciting for the Winter just Olympics that speed. also feels like stuff we could all do. The, the, yeah. the, the curling the, in the Winter the, Olympics. Yeah. I can't wait, by the way. I'm, that, I'm so excited. But the yep. thing, the thing with, I mean, I obviously watched more of the Summer Olympics because I could stay up and like I had no school when I was younger, so I yeah, watched them that's more. Fair. Yeah. Um, and like and like now, like I'm working, so I can't really watch them throughout the day. And then when I get home, I don't even think about. I, just, I don't even think that they're that's, on. That's the nice thing is most of it's in prime time, so yeah. they they save it for the evening. So you got to kind of like ignore ESPN during the day when it tells you who won whatever. I, I have to kind of watch that, but um, but yeah, then you can just record it, like I said, <laughs> yeah. or watch it through the app whenever you want. That's a, and and they leave it in in uh, Peacock. You can go and uh, watch it as soon as it's completed, so you don't have to wait for the prime time either. Because Peacock is NBC's streaming service. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, and they've got they always have the Olympics. Plus, I I you know I'm a I'm a Bob Bob Costas fan. I like Bob. Um, I don't know. I was that aren't. I I was a little. Uh, he's not doing the Olympics now. Wait, because um, you know he's just not. Um, but he. Uh, is Mike Trico's doing it, and Mike Trico is solid. I, I, I like him. Yeah, if you were gonna go to somebody else, I'm really glad it's him. He and he's so short form. It's just like, and wow, what a horrible accident. We will be uh, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with this person. Yada yada. And now we head over to men's <laughs> slalom. There's just there's no downtime no. when you have that many things going on. So you just got none, none, dude. He is he's a he's a reporter first, not a commentator. With Casas, you would. You'd get like a reference to back in 1972. Well, he has also done like Bob yeah. did it forever, you know, right. so he kind of yeah. has that to pull from. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Tariq will always be in my good favor because of his call when Dame hit that point nine oh, against yeah. Houston. So that that's Ooh. always ingrained mm. in my brain. So ever since I was like, man, Tariq is that guy. Uh, that was 2014. 14. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I was out of high school at that point. Yeah. Yep. That was that was a yeah. I mean, I remember right where I was when that hit. For the first time in 14 years. <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding us. But you're right. <laughs> and it's going to be another 14. I, will, I, I was. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. I, I had just moved. I just, yeah, we're going to get to that in a moment, Blazer fans. We <sighs> we are right there with you. Um, But no, I've when they when Dame hit that shot, I was in my parents' house and uh, everybody was sleeping. I mean, everybody. My son was a baby. And I may or may not have been unable to control myself. <laughs> I oh I and I, I, woke I remember up school the I woke next up day. Everybody, I remember school the next day because I was don't say it. Oh my gosh, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So I was in eighth grade when that wow. happened. Yeah, I know that that makes me really young. But I remember the next day we we it was all everybody talked about my oh, my yeah. my teacher was a huge Blazer fan, and so he was excited. My one of my best friends Ben, who doesn't listen to this, but shout out. He was, we were all losing our minds yeah. at that. Yeah. I, I remember I, that night. So immediately after it's over and I ticked everybody off, my wife had to go to work in the morning and I was staying home the next day with my son. And so I hop on call of duty. This is like 1030 at night, I think. And, uh, and all of my friends had done the same thing. Everybody's on and I'm getting party invites yeah. like crazy. and just like, I know, I know, I know. Here, let's just invite him in. Let's invite this. And like all these people that don't really know each other, just like screaming their heads off as Blazer fans, yeah. you know, all my good buddies. The good times. Good moment. Yeah. And those are now gone. And those are now gone as we transition into my least favorite topic of the week, Blazers trades. 
last week, uh, or well, this past week, I'll just say, uh, the Blazers said goodbye to uh, a guy that we sacrificed a lot for. Uh, we said we had three starters. We we what? Said goodbye to three starters. Three, oh yes, we did say goodbye. Sorry, to three I, I slurred that a little bit. I, three starters. We said I went goodbye to a Blazers to. game on Saturday. I'm sorry. Um, at did least, we win that one? Wait, I don't you even did? Remember. No, we played the Bucks. That's oh, that's my, the, oh that one was that like 50 points? Uh, no, it, was it was like, like 30. 20. No, it was 30 something. Oh, okay. oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was Bobby Portis putting 30 on us by the time like the third the quarter was halfway Bobby through. Bobby Portis. Um, but I had won them from work and they were really good. They're really good seats. They were in the, like the C section. So how would this not come up at any yeah. point? Would you just not tell I us didn't, anything? I had no idea. Did you, did you have a picture I want to see? Did you get like a, yeah, yeah, of your yeah. view? You. Obviously, <laughs> you listeners won't be able to know, but. Now I'm curious. We just so everybody we're knows. We're just bringing you along now a, for our conversation. We're in a every day just about group text yeah. message where we talk about oh my all goodness. sports yeah. headlines. Those are awesome. Those seats. are six seats. Yeah. So, um, little off center behind one of the baskets. Yeah, I mean that's who I was there for. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're there uh, for the young. I got two tickets that I won from a work like Christmas party thing. Did you also Christmas notice raffle? he didn't invite us? Yeah, I took my brother. It was his first Blazer game. Oh, That's fair. okay. Nah, we'll give you that one. That's so, fair. Good uh, for you, Chad. Yeah, so we went up there and got absolutely Shout blown out. out. And I was like, you know what? Just That was the day after they did the Norm trade. Oh. Uh, so like they were gone, and I was like, well, I mean, Dame's not going to play, but like I'll be there for CJ. And I was mostly there to see Giannis, because I'm like, there are some players that you just like have yeah. to see in person. And I was like, if I get to see Giannis... Yeah. In person, like that's something I'm going to remember forever, Jeez. and it's going to be my brother's first game. You saw so. CJ in his second to last game, so yeah, and that's that's another thing too. I was like, my guy CJ, go. I love yep. CJ. You guys know me. I was on the forefront of trade CJ for Ben Simmons that's, since day one. That is his. And na- that is his fantasy basketball. Not anymore. Name. Now it's arrest Jody Allen. Oh, haven't <laughs> <laughs> seen the switch. <laughs> yeah, I I changed that. That in uh, in our yes. league, and then my other. I am uh, a huge fan. ESPN of leagues, that. <laughs> my ESPN leagues. I changed it to yeah. Jody Allen for prison. If you do not know who Jody Allen is, she is currently the owner of the Portland Trailblazers and the Seahawks and the Seahawks. So and I have a big reason. The future former owner of the Blazers at some point. Yeah, uh, just but, again, just do what Paul Allen did. Just write the checks and just <sighs> leave it alone. Yes, that's yeah. all. That's what Paul Allen did. Like, he came to games, but he just said. The the hit there the GMs for the teams there's like hey this is what we need to be like okay sounds yeah. good but you know what like at the end of the day even as we get into these trades as horrible as they are um I would eventually rather just peel off the bandaid of mediocrity and like do something at some point yeah well so, there's something but to be let's said talk about, that. about the compensation because the first one was brutal we this one is I'm to, more mad about we said the first goodbye one. to Rocco and Norm Powell um I'm trying to forget we or remember did we throw a third in that. Like, I know those are the staple pieces, but, like, we threw a bench player into that one? Uh, I'd have to go back. The most recent one that I, don't I had think dialed so. in was the one we just did today with CJ, okay. but I can go find it. No, I'll find that one. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, we, we said goodbye to both of them uh, in a trade that, in my mind, netted us basically nothing. It, what it did was it unloaded a whole lot of salary. Um, you know, Powell Powell's on the hook for a, a, a legit contract uh that was going to soak up some salary cap and uh, uh i think roco was on expiring though roco was on expiring but we, um, we had just signed norm powell we to had just a ni- signed him 90, to like a 90 five million for 90 or four for 90 something like I think that it's four yeah. for 90 and, I, and that's August. why that's why i was like okay trade, trade cj for ben simmons like if we got to do that like cj's my yeah. guy i've always loved okay. cj 
So the, the, the Clippers fit. just received Norm Powell and Robert Covington. Blazers received Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second round pick. I, of, of all the things in there, I, I don't mind Keon Johnson. Yeah, he's he's a high flyer. I like yeah. him. He's kind of a young guy. Potential. There's yeah. There's potential there. I, I, hate I understand. Eric he's, <laughs> I hate Eric Bledsoe. That is a that's points and points only. Um, and genuinely, like he's he's been around a long time, but he's nothing that's gonna add anything to your team. The only thing, like you probably have to go back to his Clippers days in like the twenty teens to find any sort of value of of him coming off the bench for like Chris Paul. Right. And that's the extent. He's basically unplayable, like in the playoffs. Yeah, he's, and he's not a that we're going to be the there. Third and fourth. Yeah, I obviously also don't see him sticking around here. But it's no, it's no, he's to, on. He's on an expiring. As yeah, well. we're we're getting under the cap. We're doing everything we can to try to excavate some space. But but genuinely, if if you're looking at those things, the only thing, the only real benefit here to the Blazers. Is the is the salary cap the luxury they, tax space that it gives you, and you you brought it down massively. We'll get to the total number and what that is in just a moment. But uh, but that trade when we saw it, we our hearts just broke. Not not for getting rid of the players. Okay, Coving, Covington had worked himself out of a starting spot. I, I was upset about Powell. I was I was I was a little upset about Powell for sure. Um, but he was averaging so twenty four games before Powell. We had let go of another guy. Uh, that we decided not to put pay that we should have in Gary Trent, yeah, uh, who had very similar skill sets. They tried to tell us that Powell was going to be this much better defender. No, uh, nope. I don't think we saw a ton of that. I understood no, he Gary, could go and, get a he could size up a bigger guy than Trent could. Um, well, yeah, but, because I mean, especially I mean, I understand the size difference with McCollum, Lillard, and Trent. They're all about the same size. Yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty Powell's, fair. Powell's, Except for Powell, and, and, and Powell does have the Powell reach. has the wingspan. He yeah. can guard above his size because yeah. of that. He yeah. he can guard up to six seven, six eight. Um, it yep. you know, and uh, and do it decently well. Um, whereas Trent was stuck to a point guard or sh- or a shooting guard uh, as a defender for sure. Yeah, he can guard uh, some Powell smaller can, forwards too. But you right, know. right in in a yeah when they would go. So stretch, we had a little more versatility on our starting five. But really. What drove me nuts was what we gave up to get Powell, and then you let Powell go for, for basically nothing. And again, two first round picks and Gary Trent Jr. is what we eventually turned into. Um, Roko so, and well, well, no, this this was back then. Like for the Norman Powell trade, it was like okay, we finally got take it down the road. We yeah. finally got a guy. You know, like was it the big signing we wanted as Blazers fans? No, but like instant impact and he has yeah. playoff experience and he won a championship in Toronto. Well, Powell's been a, it was an all-star reserve one time, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I uh, yep. had big playoff moments for them when they beat the, uh, the warriors. Right. So, um, I was like, I was pretty stoked on it. Obviously we're not a big, uh, free agent destination anyway. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, like it, even if you slightly overpay, whatever, like we got to get guys in here. And then we turn around and, uh, <laughs> we turned two first round picks into Gary Trent Jr. Two first round picks, Gary Trent Jr., CJ McCollum, and Larry Nance into what that CJ trade was today, basically, which was Josh Hart, who I actually like. I like I Josh do like Hart. Josh Hart. Uh, Thomas Saransky, uh, Saransky, Nikhil Alexander Walker, DD Luzada, a twenty twenty two first round protected would can actually be pretty good. Um, right, and if it falls out of four between five to fourteen, it gets pushed to twenty twenty three. So if any of you are w- unaware of that, usually. You have a lottery benefit pick, basically. So 
uh, when it comes around, when the lottery gets drawn, if it's between five and 14, which it can't go above five yeah. anyway, um, because of the uh, lottery. Yeah. Because of the lottery. Um, then we will we'll end up with that pick this coming June, which is a good. It's always a good draft in the first fifteen picks. Yeah, right always. now I think I saw a thing where if things were to like end today, potentially we'd be looking at like a ninth overall. Uh, be, which for the Blazers, would it, be the if highest you give me a top ten CJ. pick, like that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, and then two future second round picks, which at this point just kind of like trade capital. Second, one. second rounds aren't aren't very valuable in the NBA like they are in other. So, so you gave up two ones. CJ, Gary Trent, Gary Trent, and Norm, and, and Larry Nance. One first rounder, two second rounds, and a whole bunch of people that won't be playing on your team next year. Minus maybe Josh Hart. Yeah, and I could see Keon Johnson. Ke- Keon Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Th- I think Winslow's on an expiring too. I think so, so. Yeah. Yeah. So really, two players, one first round, and two second round picks, and you gave up a total of, uh, you know, two all stars. Gary Trent, who's a twenty-point uh, scorer, uh, lethal shooter, and a lethal three-point shooter. Dear Lord, Blazers, get a handle on it now. Now, what we need to do is we need to say these are two different GMs. Okay, uh, the Blazers said goodbye. Thank God. This, the, like, oh my gosh, the my one of my least favorite front office guys. I mean, I'd have to go back and like talking about O'Shea. What? Yes, sorry. Yeah. Uh, O'Shea has O'Shea had seemingly like we he kept us like on the hook. It wasn't that he was the worst GM of all time. It's he kept us on the hook with these deals. You were like convinced with these signings in the off seasons, like that he would go get the one name, yeah. and then at the trade deadline, deadline he'd do something minimal. It seemed to improve, and he would draft just well enough every now and then with like Dame and CJ to like ju- well, I mean, justify, justify his job. Yeah, justify his job. Yeah, and and and, and to his credit. Those were his first two gets. Okay, so yeah, he won. He won both of those drafts in a big. Those way, are big. And yeah. Thank God for it. So I mean, and so I'm looking at. Uh, he also let go of Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, he sure well, did. Lamarcus was kind of in his feelings at that point. So and, I, and so mean, just throw this, all the dollars. This <laughs> trade to the Clippers was the the answer. I'm, I don't know where I'm at. Uh, SportingNews.com said so it's all about, the answer is all about the luxury tax. The Blazers ducked under the tax. Also increased the Clippers' tax bill substantially. The Blazers now receive around eleven million in tax di- uh, disbursements. Yeah. So at the end of the year. Yeah, and we created. Uh, I sent you guys this tweet from uh, Woj earlier today. Um, he apparently, and I'll believe it when I see it because I anything that the Blazers front office has done is you know yet to impress me. Um, but apparently their plan is to fully reshape the roster around Damian Lillard again. I'll believe it when I see it because we've been saying that for how many years now? Five years. Um, but Portland today created a uh, $21 million trade exception and potentially $60 million in salary cap space this summer. Uh, multiple draft picks from the Pelicans and Clippers. Um, and then apparently, again, quote unquote, their plan is to build around that now, uh, probably obviously the summer at this point. Not to necessarily just like blow everything up. Um, I'm not expecting Dame to play at all at any point in the season. Why? There's no point. <laughs> like, why would he there, do it? There is no Blazers point. Blazers are currently sitting in 10 uh, in the Western Conference. I think they lose tonight. They'll be tied for 11th. Um, we're not, they're we're, 
losing last I checked. Okay. Yeah. So they'll be tied for eleventh. It, it's it's a no no win situation if he comes out and, and plays. And, and for point. the Pelicans, like they're they're looking to make a play and run, um, especially if Zion can figure out his whole deal. Yeah. Uh, they would be stay on the court. They they would be set or, or just get on the court. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um, they they would be pretty well set, I think, for a good play and run. Um, they just won tonight, actually. Um, but yeah, looking at the the standings here in the West, uh, the Blazers are currently 11th. Uh, New Orleans is in that 10th spot now. So, um, and then we'll eventually get to Sacramento because I feel like that was pretty gnarly too. That's Uh, a cool, we'll we'll get into that, but that was a big one. The, so where it leaves the Blazer and, and understand you, you have, uh, you have one other piece that's on this team right now that you got to make a decision on. And that's Nurk. Yep. Uh, Expiring. And, uh, and he, he's on an expiring contract. Nurk has played really like half of the games it feels like the last two seasons. I know it's probably more than that, but like it just He, he was relatively healthy last year. But the two yeah. years before that, he but, wasn't. But missed a certain stretch, you know, that that uh that left the Blazers uh kind of reeling, if you will, for a, a few months last season. Yeah. Um and and so you gotta make a decision on Nurk. It's likely they let him just slide and revamp everything. Um but uh, I think that that leaves you probably with two starters here um, with Dame and with Josh Hart next year. I think that's a solid uh, three that is what they'd probably play him at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's a stretch three, four, um, but I, I think he would make a lot of sense more to me as a three. They, yeah. The Blazers stylistically with Dame, you don't need you, you need a, uh, a banger, somebody that can finish it at the rim hard. Uh, get some rebounds. That's a lot of Josh Hart's game. He's not a shooter. Yeah, uh, he I do think he's a defense. Even though he's not playing on great teams, I do think he's a a winning kind of guy. Like yeah. he he's not a he's selfish player. Guy. He's an effort guy. Absolutely. He's so, an under Dame. Like that's exactly what you would want. Obviously, I'm not trying to spin this. Like, oh man, yeah. look what the Blazers did. No, we got but Josh he's a Hart. He's but a yeah, starter. he's a and solid it, player. And I think it, I actually saw some people saying that they weren't before the Larry Nance like part of it and kind of yeah. the rest of the deal unfold that they were like CJ taking on like an older player in his contract on a younger team and getting rid of Josh Hart and all this stuff. I don't know if I like that. And then everything else came out and they're like, Oh no. Yeah, that's, that's good for yeah. the Pelicans. But. So, but the Blazers left with Dame and Hart and then you've got to fill the two, the four, the five Simons is not a two. No, um, he's a one. And, uh, and he's going to be the sixth he, man on this team. He's been yeah. great. Um, he, that, he's been that is the one job. bright spot of, yep. The Chauncey mm-hmm. Billups coaching era. I will say having Dame out there usually makes him more consistent. And because uh, he's had some off night shooting. I know he's on my fantasy team. More often than not, I'm benefiting from it. Um, but there, there's been a few nights where you just see him go cold. I, there was a, th- a two for 14 three point night last week. Yeah. Um, things like that. So realistically, he's going to move to a six man role. And then you've got a Dame and, and Hart and then a roster to fill out. Um, in total with Nurk gone, my understanding is that leaves the Blazers actually, uh, and when you vacate basically the, uh, the other contracts here, you're, you're sitting more over 73 million, uh, in money. It's a good chunk of money. Yeah. And, and the Blazers need to invest very strongly in the 23 to 26 year olds strongly. When you're going to, if you're going to spend the money, you spend it on the guys that are going for the first big one. Okay, because they haven't earned a truly big First contract. Big, oh, yeah. okay. Talking about yeah, contracts? Yeah, okay. exactly. So yep. you're going to spend on two guys that haven't earned the big one, so you're going to pay 20 to 25 for two of those. You're going to shape the roster with veterans around that. 
But those those can be two key pieces you go after in that 2025 range. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what they do. I really, 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 really don't want to see Ben Simmons on this team with no other pieces around it. Not, You're not right spend now. No, way too much money on him. Yeah. Um, also, the Blazers seemingly will be out of those sweepstakes because what the heck are you going to give them? They're going to demand draft picks. They're going to demand a player. I mean, the Sixers think they hold all the keys here, and they just don't understand they that they don't. No one cares. Well, I know there's been some talks heating up with Brooklyn and James Harden. And uh, that and was the Simmons. rumor because, yeah, because the Nets were in a, have been in a slump. But to be honest, apparently Harden was not happy. I think that's Sixers camp. I think that's more than anything. I think that Sixers camp well, trying to drum up interest. And, and well, why, uh, why, James why? Harden does have a really good relationship with Daryl Morey. That's he doesn't totally like living in Brooklyn. Well, and and then it's like some more staff people. That anybody who's been to Brooklyn. Uh, well, but the thing is, year. but it's, but again, and then this is a whole the whole narrative thing because Steve Nash, I think today said that he talked with James Harden that he loves being here or being here as in Brooklyn. Right. Wants wants to be on the team in the future. So again, yeah, well, I mean that's part of the game. Yeah, it is. It, it is hundred percent part it of the is. game. I, I get that everybody's doing smoke screen garbage here, and they're all going to do that. But I really do believe that this potential interest from the from the Nets is is a hundred percent the Sixers trying to say that. Um, and there might have been some straight across type interest, but there's no way that the Nets are going to give up Harden plus picks. For Ben Simmons, that that needs to be that a straight across. Well, insane. from what I had heard, if that it has were, to be a straight across, it, that's it. Player swap. Well, if it, if it were something where they were actually going to trade uh, instead, because Harden could just like peace whatever right. I'm out. Um, Kyrie's doing. <laughs> well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> um, they would probably have to, uh, or at least Philly would have to throw in uh, like a Seth Curry or something. Yeah. And then I think yeah. I think Brooklyn would have to put in like a compensatory pick. And, or something. and for people wondering that, like, how would that be a straight across? You're you're paying for the age of the player. So Ben Simmons is a 24? much younger. Yeah, I was gonna say 23, 24, guy, right? Yeah. And and so and and Harden is now pushing 32. Yep. I was gonna say his mid thirties. Yeah. Um, so you're you're paying for the ten year age difference or the eight, nine year age difference, whatever it is. I mean, uh, James Harden's still playing great. And he is he is Genuinely, one of the most proficient and prolific scores in the history of the NBA. As much as like that sucks is, to say, yeah, his efficiency is through the roof. He is very, he very good at what games. he does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, he he works the rules of the NBA in his favor better than just about anybody ever in the history of the game. I would say him and Shaq. Um, <laughs> you know, just just to throw in somebody who also did that very well. Um, but I like that. But no, it it doesn't. I just I don't think that's happening. I don't think this is going anywhere. I think the Sixers just trying to say there's value out there, and this is the kind of value that we yeah. can get. So well, it's that's also why you need to come for, for Brooklyn the trade offer. The, for Brooklyn, the risk is potentially with James Harden being uh, having the player option. Uh, do you say okay? Well, maybe we trade him and try to get some of the extra stuff from Philly to make it happen, or do we risk just well, well, the, having that player the option? Thing in the that I think of and, too, and if, having him walk. If James, if, yeah. if the trade happens, Ben Simmons, Harden, and then obviously some other things in there that just seems stupid to trade within a competitor like a, a, a competitor in the same conference i don't think as much f- in basketball as much as in the nfl well personally. i think well no i think i think it still does because i mean i'm seeing the like joel Embiid's playing fantastic right now he's playing great it's because he's hard also, both, but also i think this yeah. is a trade where both teams would greatly benefit from so it. then so so then do you move Kyrie to the two um 
Because no, well, technically Kyrie's... I, I, I think they are... I think Ben is kind of a, a role-less player to where you can put him at the, yeah. the one... Like, you're he's... He's gonna he's play a the court offense guy. Yeah, like so you're like, you're not it's whatever. not he's not your typical like guard or forward kind of guy. He's, he's kind of that point forward, like he yeah. can set up the offense. Kyrie well, yeah, is that's what I'm is saying, but you like have him be able to bring the ball down the court. Well well, Kyrie you gotta remember, Kyrie is used to playing basketball away from the ball. Because yeah. he played he with, with the LeBron. most LeBron. famous person, yeah. Uh who is who in the point forward situation. Um, still a point guard, shooting guard, small forward. By the way, in uh, uh, fantasy basketball, you could you could probably just give him the top four. I would g- yeah. you can give him the power forward as well. Also, um, I I just saw this today. Speaking of LeBron, um, just like his his average points per game, yeah. like throughout every season, and it's insanity. Uh, is he, how even even now what is he averaging? I think twenty six right now. No, it's more than that. It was like it's, it's more like, than it's like twenty eight because now that Kevin Durant's not playing, he's leading the league in scoring. And right. yeah, <laughs> like, King in year King. nineteen. And did you know he's thirty seven years old? People, there there was only oh, like he has birthday. I think thirty eight. Oh yeah, there was only like one other player like of his age uh, that was like averaging like X amount of points or whatever, and it was Carmelo Anthony with like fifteen, mm-hmm. and LeBron's like double that at the same age. Yeah, man, he he is Tom Brady of the NBA. People, yeah, he's just and he then, I know, it, well, and it's so weird because twelve because yeah. now that. Tom Brady's retired and now puts it in a very real, it really opens my eyes to a very real possibility that LeBron Le- is going to retire at some Le- point. LeBron and Aaron Rodgers are the exact same age. That's weird. <laughs> Literally within like a couple yeah. weeks of each other, their birthdays. That's weird. weird. About. It, is, it is pretty funny. But uh, I don't know what I'm going to do without, a, I don't know what I'm going to do with a, a Tom Brady-less NFL and a LeBron. Enjoy your life, bro. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> else is going to win. Well, no, no, no. But then, but, but, a, but then a, a, uh, a LeBron-less NBA. I've never known anything different. I that's true. I it's been a really long time. Uh, I'm trying to think of who. I, honestly, Charles Barkley was barely was he out of the he was out of the NBA, but barely. When you started point. paying attention, no. When LeBron came oh, in, because like only 03, missed right? Bron by like two years or something like that. I feel like he played till like 2000. LeBron was 03. Yeah, like yeah, He's that's pretty nuts. Yeah, I'm trying. I try to remember when Barkley went out. Like it was, it was pretty close. But anyway, anyway, as yeah. we're moving on, 2000. I, yeah. Okay. So 2000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you only missed him by like a couple of years. Yeah, so like three, that's like three year gap. Yeah. Between somebody who you it's usually crazy. think about like the 90s. Yeah. Late 80s. 90s. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then yeah. LeBron. I I think uh I think about him in the 93 to 95 96 I range just, because of the, the his best years with the Suns, Suns and yep. then his uh his uh, good time there with the Rockets. Yeah. So, well, that we Rockets honestly like super team. We we've been spoiled. Oh yeah. With both these sports having LeBron for the as long icons. as we've had LeBron yeah. and then having Tom for as Main long as we've space. had Tom. It's like the faces of the their, their leagues, the passing of the torch. Like there's so much more room to like actually pass the torch. Cause sometimes like you only get players really that are generational, like well, every have however many years. So, and okay. he's like yeah, survived not, so long enough here's an to make sure there's here's somebody an question. Up. So obviously, I mean, I think we can all agree that for the NFL, Mahomes is the next face, the NFL. Well, I don't know if we can agree on that yet. I mean, I have things to say. Okay. But it might depend who wins the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, that could. No, nah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because it could be Cooper Cup. Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's not. I'm just kidding. You knew we were going to go to Joe Burrow, you jerk. I know. Joey B. I know. Um, no, but the interesting one is in the NBA, is it, was it Giannis? Was that who we would move to? Uh, yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, well, here, okay. Here's the thing, though. Giannis doesn't necessarily want to be that guy. Like he's not that Kevin Durant that Steph Curry like likes the limelight. Yeah, well, does the thing. I would actually argue that Giannis probably handles the limelight better from like a personality standpoint because he is absolutely if he hilarious. wants to be that guy. He can't be in Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, dude. You he can't... just won a championship. No, in no. Milwaukee. I'm, I'm saying I, I understand, but you you know that you can say he his might name be, in in he in might like be a pizza the most... place, and there would be people around there watching. Him play that wouldn't even know who he was. He might be the like, most beloved basketball player in the league. I by his peers, by just any like. Is there anybody who hates Giannis? People hate Steph. People um, hate LeBron. I don't know. I think I think Steph is pretty pretty well people loved. People hate Chris Paul. I mean, dude, well, do that's you, that's warranted okay, right yeah, there. Chris, yeah, I, actually, I don't think many people. I don't think anybody hates John Morant either. But that's like the the tier below. I don't like know. Okay, few years I don't. Who, who oh, to be honest, I don't like how showy he is. Ja? Yeah. He's a little much sometimes. He, he, he can be. Okay, I don't hate him, Who do you know that hates like... Steph? I mean, when he hit... A lot he, of people hate Steph. Well, but, 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 when, okay, when but, you but, win that many times, annoying. people you, hate you. Yes, but, <laughs> but, 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 even, but even when he hit the three to, 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 take, to take the the title of most threes, most threes ever, I mean, Madison Square Garden lit up and was excited and happy for him. Madison Square Garden. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I, he's I so loved. Are, I think there are people that don't like there's a lot of people I, I that don't like Steph. I, I, there's is, a lot of is, people is that Cavs don't like fans? LeBron. Oh yeah. No, there, there's a lot of people that just don't like. I mean, that's just well, that's LeBron, people hate. LeBron's one of the most hated athletes in the world. Ever since he and took his talents to the South Beach. Beach. Yeah, it's a it, it's volume a, thing. Like, he is the definition of love or hate in sports. Yeah. There's no middle for him. No, no, there's no. I mean, like, like personally, I love him. I love him. I love him. Are we all? I don't love his Twitter account, but I love him. I love LeBron. Um, I I genuinely do. I always have, um, and I've been a big fan ever since I figured out that we were borderline the same age, and he was worth ninety million dollars. <laughs> yeah. um, and now he's like <laughs> when we were both eighteen. Now he's yeah. the first athlete to cross a billion. Yeah, he, he's about to be. About he's to be. About okay. to be. Uh, I thought I, I thought he maybe hit it this summer with Space no, well, Jam. Well, there's a lot of people who think he's already hit it, he, but yeah. he's not declaring it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, there's yeah, a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a reason you open a school in Akron. Yeah, you know, you got to yeah, hide yeah, some yeah, yeah, Dallas. Yeah. But no, I, I I don't know. There's some there's some stuff there. Like with we I mean we could we we could take a moment and do that sometime and really go through it. But um yeah, that you you have a point on on Giannis not necessarily being hated. I also just think he's not that well known. He's probably the least known I think, superstar. I don't know. I, I I to me when you're a first name I mean obviously he has a long last name, so this is partially why, yeah. but to me when you're a first name guy at the coupon, you're there. Like, like people, Steph, yeah, Steph, LeBron, Melo, yeah, Giannis, Giannis yeah, Luca, Dame. There's there's a different level. Like if Be, you're a first name guy within the league, like you're there. I I I think no, don't get me wrong. I think he's a superstar. I 100 percent do. He's just not a household name. He's a NBA fan. Yeah, like, I guarantee everybody you, knows him. Like I guarantee, like, if, if I, I asked his, my mom, yeah, I was I was like, hey mom. Do you know who Giannis Antetokounmpo but is? The, but we're also thinking who's next after LeBron, and LeBron's still going to be around for a few years. But it, but if I was saying if I said all these names in front of my wife who who played basketball, who is a fan of the sport, not necessarily the NBA because she doesn't like the style. Okay, but she goes to games and she's not seen Giannis, but we've seen some of the other superstars play. If I said Steph, if I said uh, if I said Durant or I said KD, she would know who that is. Obviously, LeBron. Um, you know, honestly, like 
I could go through a slew of names in front of my wife. What is that? If I said Kyrie, she'd know who Kyrie was. So really? that's not necessarily who's next after I, I, LeBron. No, I, I understand. So I'm just saying he is not there. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. it couldn't be, but it is hard well, to be that guy in Milwaukee it, because well, nobody gives a crud about Milwaukee. Like I the, think he's gonna win. Okay, but well, now they I want think, a championship. No, no, I and they're think, probably going back. Well, no, no. I think I think that if they win another one, the next two years, I think it's going to be Suns Bucks again. Uh, as we're completely derailing into NBA I don't know, man. That, but uh, Golden State, Golden no, State I, right now is clicking. They, they really are. We're talking about clicking. I mean, I know the I Suns are clicking. More. Phoenix is clicking on a whole different level I, right I, now. I no, no, I know that. I just think that that depth. Bro, yeah, dude. That depth. Steph. What they the do with Wiggins, Wiggins The Suns have depth. I, they do. No, yeah. They do, but they're starting. F- I mean, literally, you could just Chris Paul. Chris Paul's going to be a top five, five MVP. All-star game Chris Paul's going to be a top five MVP guy, and he's like 37 years old. Which is also stupid. Um, but, no, I I, I just, I, I, and I'm going to stay on the Bucks thing. I just think that Giannis is not a home, like, household Name. He's just not yet. If Zion to the sport he is, but to, if, to the public to the common man. To, to me, it might depend on what Zion does because he's a guy where the Pelicans aren't a big market. But like if he's healthy and if even if he stayed there, dude, I, th- I feel went, like he could be a guy that like who is the it, name comes dude, up with if that. The you know? Nick, if the My wife just knows first, him as the guy that blew out his shoe. If Zion went, if the, if the Knicks got that first overall pick, he'd be a household name just because it's. Big market, the name. I think oh, yeah, he, I, I I actually totally agree with that. Like yeah. if if that is if the Zion first, was playing in New York. Wait, like, I we hold 100%. the phone. I think that is the first thing that I've said that you a hundred percent agree not on. True, hundred percent. Note, I don't note it with my voice. Okay, fair I, enough. I nod inside my own head, but no, I I genuinely think that's just where it's at. Marketability is. You're only going so far, and there's a fan base that loves him. The NBA fans genuinely love him. But if you're if you're not a like a core NBA fan, I'm not gonna say a hardcore. You can just be a, a casual NBA fan. Like you, you watch the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, if you're you know a, who he is, if you're a casual like, NBA fan and you don't know a two time MVP championship, defensive, how many defensive times he won player defensive player? But the, the, Three. The, the, Think twice. When when you cross the line and become a household name, you're bigger. You, you are the big thing in your sport. Or you are one of the biggest things in your sport. I think There's, he's on the fringe of that right now. I think we'll he's see how it plays there. out. Yeah, I, I would. I, I mean, we'll see what well, happens. We have in, to think of this reality. In it's, the end, it's LeBron's until he retires. It's LeBron's and it's true. well, and it's Steph's. It's, it's LeBron's, it's Katie's, and it's Steph's. Those yes. are the three guys. But they're LeBron all probably going to exit. The one they market. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's who's that's who was on the highlight reels all the time. And depending on who actually. <laughs> Retires first. It's probably going to be like an injury thing, you know. Like if yeah, Kate. Like if Katie's going to have a long career still, but if he keeps having injuries, like who knows how that's going to go. Yeah. Uh, but his game. Yeah. I mean, Steph for, looks like he's not slowing down anytime soon, and he and he stays he, relatively he's, healthy. Thirty three. I think he's a little older than that. I think thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah, he um, might be. Yeah. And uh, but he's a shooter, and then LeBron like he knows looks LeBron. like the TB twelve guy though. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron could take watch, a step but, back. Like he's yeah. he's still being like I'm going to go score thirty, LeBron. And get a triple double, LeBron. Like we haven't even seen. Like okay, I'm gonna be like take a step back and be a role kind of guy, LeBron. And who knows how long that he turns 34 so. in March. Steph, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right around there. So something about those March babies, just a little, little different, you know. <laughs> My March baby. Somebody. Well, I was gonna say somebody patting himself on the back right now. A little bit. Love I got it. a pretty nasty jumper. What day? Know. What day of the month? March seventh. Uh, that's right. You're like my son's two days before you. Yeah. That's right. Um. Well, okay, so wait, so maybe it may never be Giannis's because if LeBron 
keeps going because because Giannis is twenty seven. Yeah, but I don't think he's getting hurt anytime soon, dude. That he, guy is. He got hurt last know, year, but, and then came but, back no, but, and but, dropped but, a fifty burger. But think about yeah. his style of play, though. I mean, he gets con. He like he well, oh, but, but we said the same thing about LeBron. Yeah, and yeah. he just okay. got he got a little bigger. All I'm gonna say is he played a little learned, smarter when I was yep, watching them play. Giannis's first couple of baskets were just pull up threes, and he made them both. Yeah. Which sucks because he's not even a good three point shooter. Yeah. He's not a like, good shooter at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But he's I, also one of like the the healthiest guys in the league yeah. as far as like not just yeah. injuries but like his actual physique is ridiculous. Can we can we can we mention though that he's also the only guy in recent memory that ordered McDonald's in the middle of his interview? Um, that was pretty stinking awesome. Well, and then and then after he dropped fifty to win to win the he went and chip, got fifty nuggets yeah. from a Chick Fil A. Yeah, <laughs> which which again so which, which, which again to me it kind of lends to like in a few years whenever LeBron does hang him up if he ever does yeah. who knows at this point. Um, that, those are kind of things where like the younger like even people younger than me like I think they know Giannis more obviously because of the yeah. age stuff but I think there's a generation younger than us that like know that's gonna know Giannis and Luca and Trey Young True. more than they're gonna know. Like hey, even KD, Luke is know? only twenty three, dude. He's, I mean, yeah, like that. Kids, that kid's got a like, long like, like, like. I see, him. I see so many things of like him, like you know, hugging like seven, eight year old kids. Like when they, like in five, six years, he's the guy. Like I think, yeah. just because those kids are gonna keep growing up. Well, and I mean, the NBA benefits from uh, from certain things about its sport. It's it's one of the most translatable sports worldwide. Yeah. I think that and soccer are the two most worldwide uh translatable sports. And and you know, Giannis uh, I mean we, I knew his nickname before I could say his last name. The Greek freak. I knew yep. I knew that before I could say his last name. Me too. Um you know and and Luca just has a good name. Like it's a good name. Yeah. You don't need to say you don't even say his last name. Like it, like I, I screw it up sometimes. Surprise, right? How do you say it? Doncic. There you go. See, because I, I would, I don't know why I do the uh, Donkic. I, I would do that. Donkic. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to go into some Shrek sometimes, stuff sometimes, here. But sometimes, I got pretty close. Sometimes with the Slovenian names, like you don't know yeah. like where the Emphasis. ch sound is or like the ck sound is. Dude, so. Going back to the Olympics, by the way, I oh, cannot believe how hard it is to pronounce some of these names. And good on them for these people that have to sit there and are like, I, oh, well, I bet they, they I, phonetically spell well, I was, I was it out. Say, yeah. Yeah. They, they get the dictionary pronunciation yeah. of them. They've been working on that for months. Probably. That's all they're doing. You're probably true. That's all they're, they're like doing. Flashcards. And yeah. they're like, how do I say it? And you flip it over and it has like the well, phonetic no, because spelling. I, Actually, no, not Mike Tirico is up there just pulling <laughs> yeah. flashcards. Well, the, the qualifiers for a lot, of, uh, a lot of these countries were only like 60 days before. That's true. I mean, they they only found out they were going with a certain timeline. And in in the United States, we do it about 120 days. Uh, so they give them like a four solid months to compete, get their affairs in order, you know, before they got to go. They probably got some of these people literally live oh. uh, leave like business management positions to go, you know, hang out in China for the week yeah. so, and risk so their lives. Score update: Blazers like lose 113 to 95 to the Magic. Hey, now we can't even score 100 points. We, hey, at least we scored 100 when I was there. Yeah. That, that's that the means only I don't get seven. That means seven? I don't get a free six piece chicken nu- like uh, chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Come on, Blazers! Yeah. Oh, dang it! You said the fifty nuggets from Chick Fil A. By the way, do you know how many calories you would be consuming right there if he you're burns a sauce all guy? of them just by existing? 
Dude, be honest. Because those that little Chick-fil-A sauces, it's two hundred calories for one of them. I have one a, of the little sauce? ones. Yeah, I have a, I have no, a bottle for one of, sauce. I have a bottle of Chick Fil A sauce in my. Fridge. Oh yeah, yeah, we we, yeah. we got it too. And so I am very uh, Walmart, and I think it's I three to four dollars. Uh, by the way, if you're wanting it, it is. My wife will go to McDonald's and get nuggets, yeah. and then bring them home. Oh, for the Chick Fil A sauce. Hey, yeah, uh, this is for everybody. There is at Costco. You can buy a fifteen dollar bag of this of uh, frozen uh, chicken pieces. It's like um, lightly breaded. I don't know the brand name, but it's lightly bread chicken. It's green bag. I don't know. Fifteen bucks, probably Tyson. But if you're an probably. air, fr- no, it's not. It's it's a better brand than you know. I think I actually know what you're talking garbage. about because I've had the grilled version of so their stuff. Go get the lightly breaded. It, it, it's it's not necessarily the lowest of carbs, obviously, but it's it's close. And then do Chick Fil A sauce. I swear to you, if you can the tell that I'm an air fryer guy. And if, if, uh, if you can tell the honest to God difference between that and Chick-fil-A, you've had as much Chick-fil-A as I have, <laughs> but it is as close as I have found it is really good. That was my Matt's culinary moment in the podcast. I, I do uh, love my air fryer. Yeah, dude, I am. Carly and I are big fans. Like we, we don't we have we, adore. My it. wife and I have not gotten on that train yet. No, you you need to get I'm on. Probably, it. I'm like not going to get a grill bucks. here. I'm not going to get a grill here until the weather gets a little nicer. Yeah, but I've been air frying some Heck chicken yeah. cutlets. Yeah, dude, you can. There is nothing you can't do in the air fryer. It's amazing. I, I wish I would have had one years ago. I've only had one since Christmas. Same. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, been, I, it's my most used thing in my kitchen. Well, the microwave the, doesn't exist anymore, Harley. Yeah. Uh, nope. Pretty much. Well, a little bit, a little bit. I got yeah. little kids. So yeah, that's true. So uh, another thing I want to make fun of uh, while we're here is um, I want to play make fun of the two hand touch game that got played on Sunday. Uh, the uh, boys and girls club football league game. I Pop dude, Warner? they weren't even playing flag. It was horrible. Two hand touch. Yeah. That. Like well, the, they were giving up before they even got touched, kind yeah. of two-hand touch. Like, the whistle was blowing right as, like, contact was, yeah. like, just they, running. They would, like, right. catch a ball and, like... Turn up field. Turn up out of their route and then just kind of, like, stop. And like, oh, Watching Mac Jones try and throw a football into a hole on Thursday was way more entertaining than the Pro Bowl. You know, I, I think we all said this. Like, give me Russell more... Russell Wilson breaking Ru- the record. Russell Wilson was diving Ooh. him up. Yeah. His finger's I back, baby. Watched, Russell Wilson MVP the first five weeks of the season and then the worst player. I go back the next, next, and the rest of the I game. watch those skill competition things. Those are always fun. That They're a lot of fun to me. To me, it's like, okay, I, I catch up on all the NBA All-Star Weekend stuff. Like, I'll go back and watch because I don't usually catch them live, but I'll go. They upload yeah, everything to YouTube and I'll, and I'll pull up like the three-point contest, the dunk contest, all that yeah. stuff. Same thing with these. Like, I would rather watch those a million times over than the actual game. I'd rather watch the NBA All Star. Apparently, game Micah Parsons is really fast. Whatever, but he is fast. Uh, well, Tyreek Hill also wasn't yeah, clearly, out of his break. Well, okay, I'm yeah. just gonna be honest. He, <laughs> he didn't want to run that, and you could tell. Yeah, like he was like, "Yeah, I'm here," but he wasn't there because yeah. bro showed up in a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Yeah, and I mean, he didn't even have his track shoes on. Nobody so can tell me negative on that. In a game that anybody is catching Tyreek Hill, I no saw him throw up the deuces no. on a guy that was in front of him, and he scored. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he had a guy on his hip legit. and a guy in front of him, and he was like 15 yards out from the end zone, and he threw up the deuces. I I cannot believe how bad this game is. The most entertaining things that happened in the game was literally watching the Diggs brothers switch sides of the ball. Yeah, I like each other. I like the things like, like that was kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, 
the by the problem, way, that was defensive holding all day. Oh, Dude, sure. what the heck? Yeah. The problem with the NFL All Star game is that like you can get hurt just by running routes. Yep. So it's like why take the like you can get hurt in practice, right? Like we've we had a bunch I mean, of people get hurt in practice. One of the most horrific injuries. Teddy Bridgewater's. I, especially if you play for the Baltimore Robert, Ravens. Robert Woods tore his ACL in practice. practice. Yeah. Teddy like, Bridgewater's career almost ended because of practice. Yeah. Three running backs in a week. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole. Baltimore Ravens team yeah. basically yeah. died in one back to back plays. Marcus Peters and somebody else both went down. Gus Edwards. At least when my yeah. 49ers get hurt, they do it in games. <laughs> exactly. So basically, <laughs> On the what, we're, what, we're, <laughs> what we're seeing is just we don't even want to see the Pro no. Bowl game. This isn't Sean Taylor no. going too hard when everybody else isn't no. and laying out a kicker. Like, or a kicker going too hard and laying out <laughs> a kick returner. True. Um, but no, a hundred percent. It needs to be abolished and gone. Just do the skills crud. Give me do the entertainment value from there Sunday. of the person. That, like the thing with the NBA, get more creative with them. The, the thing with the NBA yeah. that's always been better is like the personalities because part well, of that the, the, the NBA is built on superstars. Yeah, well, part of right. that is too. Like you sit way closer to the court. They're not wearing pads and stuff. Like you know what they look like. Yeah, you can identify them a little bit easier. Versus just like the name on their jersey. Like if you ask me what Jonathan Taylor looked like right now. Yeah, I like like I, no I, I could walk out and see some pretty obscure NBA players. And other than the fact that they're tall, I would know like, like oh, this is so and so. Honestly, what they Jonathan Taylor's 5'10 and about 220 pounds. Yeah. That's what I can tell you. Cool. I can tell like if he's all in a jersey or if like if there's a receiver running a route, like I can tell you who that <gasps> is by looking at him. But I, I would know Alvin Kamara. Yeah, uh, not just from his there, mug there, shot this there, weekend. <laughs> but there are some I mean, guys that are identifiable like that. Obviously, his hair and he's got the nose thing. Yeah. But the the media stuff that we do, and honestly, like DK I've Metcalf, learned more about hair. some of these guys Zeke. during like the top one hundred because they just interview a bunch of guys. Yeah, every summer, and then I get to see all that stuff. Yeah. And obviously, social media is getting bigger and bigger every year. Oh. But just give me more of those. Like, mm-hmm. well, okay, there's also the, they did the catch competition, like the dunk contest. You know, yeah, give me, give, yeah. like, give me more of those fun. things. Yeah. Make it as fun as you can. Don't ever let them play football on the sand ever again. Yeah, no. Uh, let me see more out of position stuff because I think I remember I saw. I didn't see all of them, but I saw Hunter Renfro also did the passing thing. Mm-hmm. Oh so like, my gosh, he was so bad. Was, yeah, yeah. There, he's never attempted a pass in the NFL, and they got this dude out there chucking for the give AFC. Me, give me a, you know what they should have done. They should have done OB. I mean, obviously the Rams aren't there because we're in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But give me guys like OBJ and like Jarvis Landry, like the guys that are actually like They're like spectacular catch yeah. catch rating in Madden's through the roof. Kind that of well, and they can also throw. But they can throw. I like mean, yeah, like you, give me give me those guys because there's always Patrick like the receiver loved, loves throwing. There's always the one receiver that like wanted to be a quarterback. You know, oh, most yeah. of them were quarterbacks so, at one point. And so like. Let let me see those guys start throwing dots out there. Let's, also, let's get Welker and Edelman challenge. back. Yeah, <laughs> so, some coacher, coachers, some coaches, co- coaches challenges. Maybe some coaches do some competitions. Oh my gosh, I would pay money to watch Bill Belichick do anything related to football. <laughs> yeah, like have, just have him have him do a throwing competition with Mike no. Tomlin. Instead, well, not instead of on top of the players Madden game. Let me see the coaches play Madden against each other. Oh, that would be fascinating. And we bring in some esports into this weekend. Yeah, yeah. or Anything or even to make literally, it relevant. Literally have them coach because they have like pro Madden players for each like yeah. team. You know, kind of like they have like. Oh my NBA gosh! 2K I would give all the dollars players. to watch Bill Belichick whisper into Mac Jones's ear. Like, yeah. Let <laughs> like me while he's playing Madden. Let me see like, an actual coach. 
coach the Madden team and call yes. all the plays. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Also, okay, so and then of, have somebody who can play Madden so well there, enough there to like, do all the things they want. There are some super fun. There are some super fun like. Uh, I think it was in Madden 21. There's like this fun like game mode where it's like 4v4 and it's like you have to go down the field at like 75 yards in like four plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like something like that, where, but, it, but it's like two hand touch or it's flag. Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, but like doing some of these like fun game modes where like, like these like little like, like little like games that you played at recess. Okay. You know, like where it was. Hold on. How about they do Madden and you do like a little tournament with some of the guys that are there. And then the coaches are doing the commentary at least. So they're just sitting there like picking apart their decisions. Just like if Mac ever ran a play and pull him out of the game right or, away. I can't believe what you're doing with three wide receivers like, out there. I, tr- imagine, I trade uh, him to the New York, I trade to the New York Jets for a six-round pick. Nance and Romo doing a Madden, game. Game. <laughs> like, Nance Nance Romo Romo doing a Madden game. Like, <laughs> yeah. That would just be... Give me more I, content and less like physical yeah. like room for injuries. Reduce the risk. Yeah increase the content that's all i want or do like fun like 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 flag football like o-line teams like like that would be awesome like oh my gosh that would be awesome trent williams out there throwing a pass yes let's go like seven v seven o-line versus o-line i uh, or or defense has to play offense like let's i mean something give me give me some flag football of that i don't know but but what we just watched was absolutely atrocious and basically unwatchable it was stupid it made no sense and genuinely like no one wanted to watch it. The it's, only reason it's the that- least viewed All Star game out there. It is drawing hockey level numbers. Yeah, yeah. do the math. The MLS All Star game comparable and slightly better in most major markets. The only I would rather the- watch the hockey stuff because the trick shotting in hockey it's is fun. actually That's insane, yeah. and there's nothing really like that in. The end. I mean, they have fun stuff, but like when it comes to the game, especially like there's nothing. Yeah, well, dude, I can't. The only reason that the Pro Bowl be fun, like I would absolutely love to go watch a game like live to see all these players that I would never get to see play it. Sure. Quote unquote, play a game like I would love to see like live love to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwing a pass to uh, whoever, you know, Mike Evans or handing the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott and like some of that kind of stuff it, and it, like go for the weekend. I will say like the, that would be fun. The MLB and the NBA have figured out how to cater to their fan base and bring, uh, bring things to a point of relevance. Everybody understands the NBA all-star game is, is nothing important. Okay. It's mm-hmm. not, but the NBA all-star weekend is yeah. the stars yeah. come out. It's fun. They, they, they've tried really hard to keep that dunk contest relevant, although it's so hard, and you need those creative types. We need mm-hmm. another Dwight Howard. I'm just saying. Well, what we um, need is Zach Levine, uh, Aaron no. Gordon. Just go well, off. Well, what we need is for them to win the ones when they deserve it. Yeah, well, That's there's true. that, too. Okay. But I, I Sorry, Anthony Simons. <laughs> you did not deserve to win. <laughs> no. um, I can't remember watching. I don't watch... I mean, I've been able to watch a ton of Blazer games, and genuinely, when we're just gonna lose every night, I don't like watching. Um, but uh, I don't remember seeing him dunk a whole lot. He's got year. bounce. I know he has bounce. I'm just saying, in game, I don't see him dunk a lot. Like he's, I, you know, hey, there's yeah. also these monsters I mean, trying to swap the when, ball. Out when of you're but, coming off the bench as a point guard, there aren't as many opportunities. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like, I think the the that the NBA and the MLB have figured out how to be relevant, how to utilize the home run derby, which is one of the greatest I watched, shows. I, I don't even watch baseball. I watched more of the home oh, run derby honestly, than I've watched oh, any good. of the so NFL the, stuff. This the all star all star weekend is in Seattle this year for for MLB. I'm this close to like Dude, going. 
Uh, well, yeah, we need to have a conversation with your father-in-law. Yes, we um, do. Because then we can go. Yes, we can. Uh, we will go. Who who I'm pretty confident has listened to this podcast, but does not regularly because we don't talk about anything that he understands because we don't talk about baseball. If we, if we just put baseball in the title, well, we get yeah, it. We well, need to listen We'll uh, send it to him with a bookmark. At but we say that with love, Robert. If you can, you'll make it happen. We're all about it. Yes, um, I would love to go. But uh, be so much fun. Uh, no, I just think they do such a good job marketing that product and the NFL just does not care well, enough, and, apparently. And to again, do that. The, the important thing um, is too with it and, and I, I know commentators have talked about this but it's in the middle of the season and then after it's like a launching pad into what's yeah. important in the season so i want to say the and and this is something that maybe a lot of people don't talk about but the reason that the pro bowl exists is because of the players and a lot of people are like well they say no to going it has nothing to do with them going there are incentivized contracts that when they make the pro bowl they get X amount of dollars. And if they win, they get even more of X amount of dollars. Well, that's there's a minimal amount to that. I think yeah. it's like 25 and 15 or 25 and 10. So oh, I, I thought I saw the winner got like 100. And the, uh, that's what I thought I, I saw. I feel like it's a big number. But what I'm, mostly what it is is there's a, there's a clause that kicks in for their contract. If they make it there, let's say a Josh Allen gets 500 grand for making the Pro Bowl. Um, based on his numbers, he also has incentives in his contract that make his yeah. overall number go up uh, throughout the course of the year for his salary. But that's why. So when and then what benefits the rest of the NFL is when players say no. When Josh Allen says no, it opens a door. And when Patrick For Mahomes says no, <laughs> it opens a door down to Mac Jones or to whomever. Like it, it, it opens these doors. Hunter Renfro should not be at the Pro Bowl, but he got to be at the Pro Bowl. Russell um, Wilson got to be in the Pro Bowl because people Kirk said Cousins no. yeah. got to be in the Pro Bowl because Kirk, Kirk Cousins never going to play in uh, an NFL championship in my opinion. Uh, but he's going to play in a few yesterday. Pro Bowls. Mark Bolger was a Pro Bowler. Yeah, there is a lot of guys been in Pro Bowls uh, that didn't have very good careers. I th- I saw a highlight film yesterday of Aaron Brooks throwing a football uh, for the New Orleans Saints back in the day, um, and it was in a uh, it was in the long ball competition uh that dude played in a pro bowl uh because other people said no and when these guys say no it opens up the door for the next guy so if they even Derek get invited they make money mac jones that's fair i wonder if he said no he could have said no. he could have he has he a very large contract uh might not want to get i was himself just, I was just in any way, shape, sitting or form here thinking this of AFC too. quarterbacks yeah who should have been over mac jones i mean herbert yeah. was the pro bowl mvp that doesn't mean anything because yeah. that game was a joke but hey yeah but I'm I'm just saying like it, that's why it exists. So if people don't know that, that's why it's out there because you have 44 awesome. guys uh, from from the NFL who get in there, and then when they say no, other people come in and take those spots. Yeah, and and that's awesome, and I I think it's great, genuinely. Like I want that to happen, um, and for them to make their money. But the NFL's got to figure their way around that. They need to elect a Pro Bowl team. Maybe they elect starters and reserves. And that's how they get around this with the uh, NFLPA. Um, but they've got to negotiate that into the next deal so that uh, we don't have to watch this trash on fire every year. Well, and you also lose uh, a lot of the best players because you're playing it the week before the Super Bowl. You are. Yep. You are. So, so if, if they would do the skills, if they would give a true mid-year bye week, been calling it for a fat minute, um, and then give them the... Is this on team, top of the, the team's oh, normal so, bye? So this is what I believe. I've never heard oh, this from I'll, I'll just I'll just throw this out there. Yeah, I believe in the 19-week season. 
I believe in it 100%. 18 games, two buys is, I, I think, what's going to happen in the next five years. I, I do, too. But right now, I believe in the 19-game season. Uh, you play... 19-week season. You play... So yes, uh, you 19-week season. You play eight games. You take a buy um, in the middle of that. And then there is a draw. You cannot get a buy in week seven, and you can't get a buy in week nine. But then they do random draws for the buys for everybody else. So that way you're not having three weeks off essentially in a row um, and you get random draws for everybody else and your bye weeks go where they do between weeks four and 16 and then uh, and you play the dang thing out or four and 15 let's say and uh, and then you get a true buy in the middle so everybody gets a rest up week everybody gets to deal with all the injuries get all that stuff off you have the little skills competition in the middle do all that thing people uh, make the Pro Bowl based on the first eight games okay um, and then they get their invites literally Monday. Uh, Monday, the, the invites go out and there's no Monday football that week. Okay, so that, that's how you do it. And then no, no Thursday football that week either. Um, and then you do the skills competition the next Sunday in a centralized location. We'll send them somewhere warm, send them to Tampa, send them to uh, Orlando, do whatever. And then you go back and you go to your normal football week as soon as that competition's over, everybody flies home. So I personally would love to see him do it in Orlando every year, do the whole Disney thing, you know, keep up the ESPN relationship and the, you know, parent companies and do it that way. That's what I would love to see for the NFL. If you're going to bring some relevance to an all-star game vibe. Yeah. And, and that truly gives p- uh, players incentive to take off running at the beginning of the year. See, the, the pro- I almost wonder what the incentive would be to just be like, Hey, um, Preseason kind of sucks and is stupid. Yep. Let's put the Pro Bowl like in the preseason somewhere. Yeah, but it throws off a lot of things, but you'd have to do it from the year before. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like, exactly. hey, last year. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you're back were good. from you're back from summer break. Because yeah, I'm I, like eight because eight is kind of like a weird I mean, it's where you would put it. It's hard for us to wrap it, our minds around. It's hard to wrap your mind around. But for it's what the purposes, MLB does, but, it's what the NBA does, it's yeah. what hockey does, it's what soccer does, it's what everybody does. Granted, they have a larger sample size at that point yeah. game wise. So sure, it's but just, it's of their it's, season. Yeah, it's the percentage of it's the way the game goes with football. Yeah, and I think that that's the way it should be. Is is it incentivizes people to do the thing early and to get there? Okay, like it it just does. Yeah, and uh, and then and then we're rewarding guys for going out there and, and doing the thing legit. And it also in in the middle of the season, it's it's going to create some storylines. It's going to create some fun. But what I love about that the most that the players would love is, as well is they get that mid-season rest. You've been two two months without seeing your family all that much. You know, two months of being on the road, doing these day, these things, your body's worn out. I think we get a better product in the second half. Do it in the middle and it still shouldn't even be yeah. a full football game still. Right. Like, you should still abolish the nonsense we saw this last weekend. We shouldn't be seeing, like, a full pass yeah, yeah. football game. You, do game. Is you, you, you create challenges for the yeah. specific do, do positions. Do the challenges. Do yeah, you, you create them so that way, like, O-line Fan can come. experience. You do the fan experience, media stuff. Yep. Do the goofy games and whatnot. Like, give us that. Because that'll be, like, if people are going to have the rest in the middle of the season, like, yeah. I feel like there might be more people that are going to not show up anyways. But... And and maybe if maybe, you're not playing a real game, then it's like, oh, I'm just going to go there with the, you know, whatever, have a week off, get paid. Yeah. And, and maybe we reverse it. Maybe you go odd number of weeks at the beginning 
uh, to give them more of a sample size. So we go to the nine. Yeah. And then you get eight on the back. The or back if you end, feel good about rounding whatever. it up to a 10, like wherever the number falls. But whatever, whatever works. Yeah. Because the MLB doesn't actually do it midway. They do it yeah. a little bit beyond. But like whatever works. Great. Let's do it. I, I would just love to see. I uh, love to see something that that makes fans happy and is enjoyable. So that that's me. I I would love to, the Pro Bowl to to do something real, <laughs> um, yeah, and be something that we actually enjoy. Yeah, but okay. uh, and and staying in the NFL, we want to get to our, our main hit of the week. Uh, that is the upcoming Super Bowl. Uh, that one go, person baby. is excited about in this room. I am too. I'm so Let's excited go. for Joey B. To destroy the hearts of LA fans. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for it. Um well, we'll we're gonna go around in a moment and we're gonna make uh we're gonna make our picks uh with the final score in mind. Uh a couple things that I wanna consider. One, uh I I I think we we need to find our agreeable things. So uh you just mentioned Joe Burrow. Do we think that Joe Burrow is going to hit three hundred yards? I think that's the only way they have a chance to win. I disagree. I think Joe Mixon can get it done. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know that he can. We that, the middle of that line sucks. Trust me. I just watched them abolish the possible best. I'm rushing not talking attack in just NFL. running. Oh, oh making, you, you're talking about getting some catches? Yeah, some catches. I don't think they win the game by throwing the ball at Joe Mixon. I mean, I don't I, necessarily think that's a hot take. What I just said. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, but, let's let's but let's keep it on three hundred yards. Okay. Does he get to three hundred yards? Yes. Is that how he gets there? You think that's what your point yes. is there? Okay. So he thinks that Joe Mixon will help get those yards because because the the, 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 the Rams are. I mean, but what you're pitching there is a catch up scenario. Just for the record. Yes. Yeah. I think a Pearson field goal wins the game. Let's go. The Rook gets it done. I do like that guy too. I I mean so I do. money do you, do you money think McPherson. He, you thinking he gets three hundred? Jameson, plus minus. I think that's three hundred really yards. Line. I'm going to say two touchdowns a pick. I'm going to say no. Less than because, like I said, I don't barely think, or I think he's going to have. I think it's probably plus two fifty. Okay, you over two fifty, under three hundred. Yeah. That's where you're at. Okay, yeah. uh, which I can see. I mean, the the if the Bengals are playing their style. Um, that's honestly where they've gotten a ton of wins. Yeah, like a they, ton of their wins. That's, Joe Burrow had that kind of week against Kansas City. I think he literally had like two fifty two touchdowns a pick. Yeah, and they won the game. Right. So, um, right. I, with, I with think one hundred and twenty five, hundred thirty yards on the ground, something like that. Total yeah. between yeah. all players. Yeah. So, and, and again, like I think because we'll get into the picks. I obviously don't think the Bengals will win because I think the Rams will win. And I think really, if he goes over three hundred. That's where they have a chance to win. I'm not saying they don't have a chance to win, but I think it's yeah. probably sub three, but probably in that like I 260, think, 270. I think range. the Bengals absolutely can win if they were able to. No one thought they're going to be the Chiefs. Like they're so unpredictable. The Bengals, like, I mean, so that I mean, they're I, unpredictable. They, it's unpredictable. You don't know what you I, almost lose to the Raiders. Yeah. You, yeah, I'm just saying the 49ers and the Packers, are the only two teams to beat both of these teams a season, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and and in those games, uh, you know, they were close. They were they were close. The 49ers beat the Bengals in overtime. Twenty three, twenty. The uh, Packers Niners got a the, big stop. The, the Packers beat the Bengals after the abysmal last kicking time the Rams, show. Right. Last time the Rams uh, beat the Bengals was in London and Cooper Cup had over 200 receiving yards. Granted, as a totally different team, but still, <laughs> you're like I'm hopeful. Um, 
Okay, so let's let's throw out a couple other ones. Um uh, Aaron Donald. Okay. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at one and a half sacks. I think maybe one. I think someone like yeah, Von Miller is allow eat. you to say over, neutral, or under. I'm gonna say under because I think he'll have one sack. Yeah. And right. I think that's because that. I think Vaughn, Vaughn's gonna have two. Vaughn and Leonard Floyd, they both have nine and a half sacks this season. And you absolutely have to double Aaron Donald, yeah. which doesn't really help because his pressure rate double teamed is still phenomenal. Yep. But that just opens up more sack opportunities for other people. I think they, I think the Bengals should try doing whatever the crap it is the 49ers do because that works on Aaron Donald. Whatever that well, is. Well, the problem is they don't have a good offensive line in the 49ers oh, oh, do. Oh, that, that is a problem. You're yeah. right. Have, have better play. <laughs> okay, but, have Penny Sewell, maybe. But then they wouldn't have Jamar Chase and we're yeah. going to get to that in a second. Um, no, I, I'm actually going to go neutral. I like him at one and a half. Um, Burrow takes a lot of sacks. Uh, he, he didn't. He didn't against the Chiefs. Uh, he in, in over the course of the season, he has taken a lot. I of think sacks. he was the most sacked player this year. Yeah, I, I, so, yeah. I, I do believe that is correct. I mean, was and, was it nine against the Titans? Yeah, yeah, he yes. ate nine of those, and then one, which is terrifying. Yeah, um, that's why I'm saying with these well, Bengals, I, I th- man. I think that's more of a yeah. Chiefs story than it is the Bengals offensive line. Yeah. Now there is some play calling that you could say maybe like helped with that. Sure, but. I think they learned their lesson <laughs> against the yeah. Titans. Um, but no, I, I I do like him at one and a half. I actually, I think Vaughn's going to get one. I think Leonard, uh, I, or um, I guess I sorry. didn't consider the actual half sack. I was thinking just like round numbers. So you might be yeah. right there. Yeah, I, I, get him a half I think sack that's probably with, where it is. I actually, I think he's going to go down three to four times in the game. Um, just because the Rams defensive line is really that good. I mean, it just is. Uh, Where's their weakness? And there um, isn't one really. Greg Gaines is an actual beast. So, yeah. so as a as a as a Forty Nine er fan, again, I will say that. Okay, uh, well, you guys, I, I know it's a different offensive line. You, you're the left side of that line is incredible. Uh, Mac out to Williams with Tomlinson in the middle. Uh, that literally was the Pro Bowl starting yeah. uh, starting lineup there. So, I get that the left side is is awesome. Um, but the way that you beat that. Is that you go down to you go down to three routes, um, with the fourth coming off the chip, um, and you stack an extra you stack a, a blocking tight end uh, on there. Uh, Floyd is gettable one on one, like he, you can you can slow that down. Uh, Vaughn is gettable for part of the game one on one. He's gonna beat you here and there. Yeah, he's he also is. been like otherworldly in the playoffs. And, thus far. Well, and always his, has been. His speed yeah. moves just suck. I he, mean, like he, he was doing so a little hard, like defend, just chilling until the playoffs. He's like, oh hey guys, remember right. I'm really good at football, right? And I and and genuinely like, uh, but what you do with them is is you keep them on the field. That's how you win this game, and that is where mixing comes in handy. So I I think that that'll be a key fundamental part of this. But I think they get theirs early on. I think that first half is going to be a little rough for Joe. The problem for them is how long will they be able to chain some of those drives together running the ball? You've you've got to win (laughs) third down in the first half in order for that to happen. Yeah, because I I don't think like if um, the obviously the Bucks had issues with their offensive line. But if uh, Leonard uh, Fournette couldn't run the ball. If you guys couldn't run the ball, I don't think an offensive line this bad, as good as Joe Mixon well, is, is really going to be able to do a whole. The lot. Rams lose when they lose uh, when they lose the third down conversion battle against the other team. It's not it's not turnovers, it's not sacks. The Rams lose when they lose third third down conversions. Yeah. 
So, uh, and, and, and you could say, oh, well, that's true for all the NFL. No, it's not, actually. Um, watch, uh, watch big play teams um, like the Bengals, by the way. Um, you know, watch, watch those big play teams that benefit from the larger plays. Uh, I'll also throw out the Chargers uh, and uh, um, amongst others. They don't win the third down battle consistently, but they win games. Stylistically, the Rams lose when they lose that battle. And, yeah. and the 49ers beat them twice on it this year. And then in the last meeting, they were abysmal at it. Um, and I and, and I could go in deep on that, and I won't because <laughs> I've been watching some film. Um, but I but I think that's how you get them. So that's how you you will wear down that defensive line. That's why I think it's three four uh, sacks in this game. Uh, the uh, Rams defense uh, staying there. Uh, one or more interceptions in this game, or I'll just call it one or more turnovers uh, in this game. I think just one. I think it's just a pick i i'll take one or more only because i think maybe a pick probably more likely is actually a strip sack in my opinion Mm. just because of the pressure that we can get i think that's probably the more doable i'm gonna take the plus uh i i think i think a foam the young teams make uh young player type mistakes and so i'll I'll take two i that's what i think it's gonna be at but I don't necessarily think the Rams get away scot free either. No, um, you know, I Acres uh, put the ball on said ground a couple times. I think the the Stafford most can make already. some I think Detroit most, Lions mistakes. I think the most likely thing is Stafford throws a pick, Burrow throws a, a pick, and then there's maybe like a strip sack in there yeah. for us. So uh, yeah, I, I, there's. I, I think it'd be two, but I, I I think it could be evenly matched. I'll just say that I, I don't necessarily think that two uh, puts the Bengals in a hole they can't overcome. All right, here we go. I got, Which, by I the get, way, before we move on, I think if Aaron Donald does have more, like obviously we have to win the game. If Aaron Donald is a game wrecker and has at least two sacks, he might be in consideration depending on how the game is determined for the MVP. And we're going to get into that in a moment. So, I got two more. First, um, Bengals defense, does it give up? Does it give up the 400-yard threshold in this game? That that Because that's the plus-minus. So for those of you doing the counting, if if uh, if they hit 300 in the air, the Rams do, and they hit 100 on the ground, um, which is both those things are possible for that offense, um, the 400-yard marker is a big one in the NFL. You push over 425, especially, win-loss percentage for the team that gets to 425 uh, is very high. So 400 yards... But Joey B defies all logic. <laughs> defies all the numbers. Ring the bell. Ring the bell, Grant. Joe Shiesty. So legit, though, you th- uh, over 400 yards for the Rams off. No. I yes, think, I think barely. I think, I think it's just under like 375. Okay, so... It, it, that's it, where I'm at. So where I'm at is I don't think they're going to clip the 425. That's what I think. I think so, Matt's going to throw for like 330. And then if you say we get 70 yards on the ground, like yeah. I believe that we rushed for 70 yards against the Niners who yeah. are far scarier defense. Sure. So I'm like Got stinking two chunk runs that <laughs> tick me off. Anyway. So like to me, that's yeah. a, a doable scenario. Uh, yeah. And that's again, just going into this game, I'm thinking it's going to be a more aired out kind of mm-hmm. game. So those, yeah. those runs uh, will eventually come through at some point I, in a play action. You know, you open that up. I think we're all in that boat. I think I think they could clear barely 400. I don't think yeah. they're going to get the all important 425. In yeah. my opinion, I think the Bengals defense is good enough to hold that back. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like 380. I think. Right. I, yeah, yeah. Here, here's the one I've been waiting for. 
And this might spark a little debate, especially from the other side of the room here, Grant. Okay. Who's getting more receiving yards? Jamar Chase. Chase or Cup? I know what your heart says. To me, this is pretty easy. And you already know what I'm going to say. And you know what you're going to say. That's why I asked the question. And it's going to be Cooper Cup, and I'm going to tell you why. Tell us why, Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing Chase all game. No, no, wait. Mm. Oh, you mean mean the the Devo shadower? I think he's going to shadow Chase for, if not all game, like 75% of the game. Probably. I think T. Higgins is going to have more receiving yards. Oh, okay. Because Darius Williams has been getting picked on all playoffs. By the way, well, Jalen Ramsey fans. didn't have a great, didn't have a great division. He got picked on a little he, bit. He, he got picked on for one big one. Yeah, he did. He did give up a big one. I, I was going to say Eric Tom Waddle, Brady's by the way, last fantastic at the run defense. Not so much in the pass defense. And I think we've been fortunate enough to, have, the, to uh, avoid that scenario. He, I, I will also say, he's a leading tackler. It, yes, he, <laughs> in the yes, he has been in the playoffs. Eric, Eric Weddle. Weddle. Oh yeah, um, was the leading tackler. But thirty-seven years old. Two years retired. Yeah. They did pull him in the obvious deep passing scenarios uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and pulled him on some of those plays. But uh, no. I think Jamar Chase, just because that's who Burrow goes to when the game is on the line. Well, that, you could say the same thing about Cup. Yeah, but he's been doing it. You can't But I 100% believe that Gosh. the Bengals are after coming from behind to win, the, to win this game. Okay. So I think it's going to well, come down. How do you think this- the Rams get ahead? Um,. Well, because it's going to be those turnovers. It's going to be <laughs> if if the Rams okay. are going to be putting up points. Now, listen, because Odell could also potentially have a better game than Coop. Well, it's possible. I mean, it depends they on how they both went for defend. over a hundred last. Well, week. they're. I can tell you what they're not going to do. Or they're not going to stay in a flipping bubble zone the entire time and give Cooper the middle of the stinking field with a linebacker covering it who shouldn't be on the field. I have things to say, but. Um, the thing is, yeah, for they me, won't do that. We've had the bad chase games, as good as he is, and I love him. I, we haven't had the bad cup game. I mean, but all no, year. I mean, are the Jamar Chase, the Jamar Chase bad games were like in the first like two weeks of the season. I mean, like, he no, he, they were, had, he had a lull in the middle of the year. He, he had a little lull, but I, I I also wasn't that when 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 Mixon was down. I, I, I believe remember. at least one of those weeks is when Mixon's down because I mean, you clearly had to go to him a lot more than you planned, and they don't have. They don't have the running back replacements uh, to take the pressure off the receivers. Yeah, and Chase hasn't even had so. uh, phenom- I think he had like sixty yards against the Chiefs. Yeah, which I mean, it's good. Well, like, yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. T Higgins popped T. Higgins off, Higgins which is what I, which, which is, is what I think is right. going to happen. Because if there's any one person in the NFL that you can put on Jamar Chase and be like, hey, you're designed know, as a human being do. to guard here's the what, best here's receiver. Here's what I think that they do. You put him on that guy. I think is what the Rams do to 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 close it down. They double team. They double team Jamar Chase with Darius Williams and then a safety help and then one on one Ramsey with Higgins. I've seen that as well uh, in, in some conversations, I, which I wouldn't be opposed to either because either way, sense. you're you're saying put the best guy on the best guy and die by the wide receiver too potentially. Who's a or great, who's an awesome wide receiver? At or that take point the though. risk with and also there's still Tyler Boyd Chase, who can you know, busting a big up. play and broken coverage yeah. versus well, and, you know and the, this is the thing is like with with. These three, you legitimately have two that can take the top off the defense and one that is the a massive pain in the butt over the middle in Higgins. I mean, legitimately, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd can both take the top off the defense. Yeah. And so it, what you saw, what you, what you saw the 49ers do to try and combat some of that uh, against the Rams um, when they were lining Coop uh, 
to come over the middle constantly and picking them apart. What they did later to combat that uh, in certain scenarios, where they went to the three safety format, brought Tart up to cover the slot, um, and then had Quan Williams uh, covering the other slot. So you you literally had two slot coverage guys in with two safeties over the top. You go to the single linebacker scenario. Tart's as a strong safety clearly mm-hmm. can handle the the load of a, a run play over the middle and take out a, a running back. So that's ideal how you do that. It would be interesting to see with the Rams having that same scenario available to them with Weddle playing the third safety role um, and being able to maybe cover a slot or Higgins uh, playing seven yards off, something like that. Um, if they go to something like that to kind of combat um, what, the, what uh, the Bengals will throw at them. But I'm, I'm in the camp that I think both of them are going to be right around 150 yards. Um, I, I don't, I don't have one that I'm loving in the scenario, but uh, I would say personally, I just watched something brutal happen to my team. And Cooper's playing on a different level, the scheme yeah. on a different level. And that's why I'll give it to him. That said, not going to be surprised if it goes the other way, and it, but it will be because of some over the topness. Because, dear Lord, Burrow on that deep ball to chase is just yeah. a magnet. Well, the, the, the deal breaker here is um, if. He gets the seventy yarder, you yeah, know that that's, that's you, what you, take, you take and you just, take that out of there, and he probably has a, still a good game, maybe like eighty receiving yards. Yeah. But you know, the moment you let the the big one go, then it's like, okay, well, dude, I, here we I, go. I, I'm just if you're putting them next to each other, the one the, there's a skill set that Chase has that that I wouldn't say that Coop doesn't have, but he doesn't have it to the extent that Chase does. I think we're talking like an 80 75 type scenario or 85 75. To me, it's here. the speed. It's well, it's the speed, but it's it's the back of the end zone. The over the shoulder back of the, the end side, zone. Yeah. Chase gets high and he his toe dragged down. I mean, it's just the size that he is he has that length of his body. Yeah. And dude, because I've seen some burrow magnet balls where you're just like, how in the world? And you know, they're just on a different level. Yeah. They've been playing together well, since and college. It's and different ways it. of getting yourself so. open too. Coop gets himself open with well, how and, he and reads the, way, the defense and oh plays my. the gap. Well, and yeah, then, like th- and, and then literally Jamar, doing the samba yeah. and the twelve like, yards and into then a Jamar's route. like, Okay, I, I can still run a good route and I can still beat this guy, yeah. but to get open, I don't really need to be open. He kinda has that Randy Moss like throw me yeah. open and I'll just go get it. Yeah, because yeah, like cup cups like so I I haven't watched very many Rams games. I obviously watched the ones that play the Seahawks, but you miss out. Cup seems to like just always just be open, right? He, he like he gets he, himself open. He just gets himself open, but Jamar Chase um, is isn't open. I forget he, he makes those contested catches pretty is well. Is he going to make yeah. as many of those contested catches against the most physical? And but again, it depends on what they do. It it's all about how you scheme here, and that's what makes this stuff so fun because yeah. it, it, there, there's so many good variables. And I genuinely, I don't, I I think that we have, in my mind, honestly, we have one of the two best teams in the NFL in this game. Um, I I don't know how you guys feel about this. One thing that I've been considering all this last week is like, man, did, did we watch, did we watch the Super Bowl already? Yeah. Like, did we, when, when the 49ers played the Rams the third time here, did we watch the Super Bowl? Because I think we watched the Super Bowl when the Chiefs played the Bills. I mean, it was an incredible yeah. game, but I, I just, I don't know that, I don't know that the Bengals, I, I don't know that it's going to be the show. I'm hoping it's the show that we all want, but I, I already, think I want that us to win, but I want it to game. be the show. I don't want it to be yeah. uh, the, the, a multi-score uh, the game destroying the chiefs last yeah. year. I mean, obviously like I would, 
in a vacuum, I want the Rams to win, but I would rather them win in a good game and not have it be like a, well, I'm excited because we're winning and that's great and I'm but not I'm, stressed, but, I'm, but, but I'm bored by the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Like see, I, I don't want that. See, I mean, that's what I, that's what I would like dream for. Right. As a fan, I want, like, I, want I, I want the shootout, which is why I think the 400 and yards I, is possible. And I want, I want my quarterback to lead my team down the field and Joe cool it up. Like, you know, no, that is not a Joe Burrow reference, which is also why I think uh, there's going to be probably three turnovers in cool. this game. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, that's what we want. But at the end of the day, if we're all being really honest, we'd love for our team to beat the living snot out of the other Oh, yes. Yeah. Because like, I don't want that flipping fourth quarter anxiety. When like, I was watching I don't but, then, but then there's when that we were playing, if they do it, no, yes, no, that is such oh, a, gosh. that is right such now, a, when we were playing the Bucks, Dude, no thanks. when we played the Bucks and we were stomping them before we fumbled the ball four times, mm-hmm. that was like, I was like, all right, job's done. This is a great Sunday. I am just living life. And then all of a sudden I'm like the most stressed I've ever been. Yeah. And we win. And I'm like, hey, bro, thank you. But like my life would be far better if we would have just stomped out the life, the life of a 49 (sighs) for the last four weeks. (laughs) So as someone who has seen some of the most, especially last last year, the greatest heartbreaking moment in in Super Bowl history. That, oh no, that, that no, no! That's the Falcons, hundred percent. The Falcons. Uh, no, no. Heart, most heartbreaking moment in NFL history is is the interception on the goal line. That's the most heartbreaking moment in if NFL only history. because it's a singular moment, not like a singular moment. It's, yeah, it's the biggest looming, blunder. Like you see, the biggest blunder. You see the comeback the coming. Three. Yeah, yeah. The, you see the comeback coming. You're like, oh no! Oh, that's the Tom Brady. Yeah, onslaught. it's when I'm yelling at everybody in the room yeah. to shut up and watch history. Twenty-eight-three. Yeah. Yeah. I was losing my mind. When when the, the worst blunder in the world happened, I've shared the story many times. I hit my knees laughing I, my I head gotta off. I got to say something about this, though. I have healed. I watched the clip of it like two weeks ago, and I thought it was hilarious. These, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I should have handed the ball dude, to Marshall. No, no, dude. They're literally, these, like, these, this group of fans are like, they're like, beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. And then all of a sudden, just their, <laughs> their faces are just like, what? Tom I Brady's reaction him. always gets yeah. me. He's just like screaming like a oh, schoolgirl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down. Ignoring yeah, Jimmy. But I'm saying, I, I I've that. healed. I think that I can you. officially close. It's hard. The, I can close that chapter. I, I don't I don't Respect. watch uh, I don't watch any Colin Kaepernick highlights. I can tell you that uh, <laughs> ever. And not I'm not being political okay. when I say that I'm a 49er fan. We did something bad at the end of a Super Bowl. No, okay, but no. Back to what I was saying. As someone who watched a lot of CS games like last year, how they just had all of these insane like fourth quarter comebacks to win these games, like these like goal line stands or these goal line touchdowns, go ahead touchdowns, or to lose them like that one time we got murdered at the at the goal line against the 49ers. It was a really oh, good game. Three years I, ago, I now? remember that game. Anyway, no, no, it was it, it, was, it was this. No, it was, that it was, was last season, right? No, it wasn't. There was okay. a season. Well, there was I'm, a season. I'm let it go. Let's go. Anyway, but all I'm saying is that there is a emotion when. Russell Wilson zipped like I specifically last year when there was no one in the stands and Russell zipped a pass into DK Metcalf against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night football. And I screamed and ran around my apartment. I, and it was the most fun and exhilarating feeling ever. I mean, not ever, but in that moment it was, there was something about the, the stress, the anxiety, but then the payoff that I really enjoy of what happens. Yeah. There's the heartbreak. Sure. But I really love that that payoff of when it happens. Of the the anxiety pays off to this amazing. Well, I mean, moment. when Cooper Cup caught that ball against the Bucks, that was, I love. I just I that was that. also one of the greatest moments of I my mean, life. Like, love it. It like seriously, happened. like to be honest. So, say the what if if Russell Wilson 
handed the ball off or say he even made made that pass that super bowl would have been so i would have enjoyed that one so much more than the seahawks year before kicking the snot out of Peyton Manning and the and, and the Broncos. This is one of the boringest Super Bowls I've ever watched in my yeah. life. Uh, it was fun. It was like, fun hey, to watch. We want to lose. Watching that Here's one the really. ball. We'd like to lose. Here's the ball. Yeah. Uh, we're Here, still losing. Run Here's past the ball. us on the kickoff yeah. return. Yeah. No, but Let's see how many points you can score. <laughs> so boring. Yeah, but but like ate a lot of good food there. Lasagna was the thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I remember I was in a room full of Broncos I fans. More about the food than the game. Yeah. Oh, I remember every moment of that game. But but like that game would have been a more exciting win to me because of the whole oh, in the last, you know, 30 seconds touchdown to seal to win the game. To me, I like that way more than coming in and just kicking the crap out of a team. I know I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy it. I mean, I watched I watched Dak slide and lose, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. just a few weeks ago. I watched potential game winning drive. What's going to happen? Yeah, I watched the 49ers win in overtime just to make it into the playoffs. You know, like I I've and I watched us block a punt to beat the Packers and Lambeau in zero degree weather. You know, like I I get it. Like the anxiety it makes it fun to an extent and and there's always like this sense of man what could be, but at the same time, I'm just I like to chill and just be like, yeah. "Dang, we were good today." <laughs> oh my gosh. There's though I need those. And as a 49er fan, I had four weeks in a row <laughs> I could of give pure you, stress and anxiety, and I'm right now, I'm over it. I would have taken a 15-point win. I could give you like, a you million know. dollars, or you can ride this roller coaster and have a 50% chance of getting a million dollars. I <laughs> Give I me the million, million dollars. dollars. Give me the million, give me the million dollars. dollars any day. Yeah. But, you know, on the off chance that I do yeah. take this roller coaster and potentially also get but, a million dollars. But I get what you're saying. It is the fun in sports. Yeah. It is it is what keeps you us hooked. The adrenaline. The, you live and die by those emotions. Yeah. The the adrenaline that you feel and the enjoyment of watching uh watching your team do something that was seems so improbable and uh and you know, I'm not a bragging rights guy. Like I think everybody knows that. Like I don't I don't come in and other than make it like a joke, I don't throw it in people's face constantly. Like other than when the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl. That's just fun. <laughs> Um, you bring that up all the time. No, legitimately, it's really you did. Fun. Well, it's usually when you're a jerk, though. Like, you, I'm not. A, if you're just walking around, you're just like blah blah blah, and it's like, hey, hey, do you remember that one? When time? am I a jerk <laughs> to you about your team? Like, you're you're the one that Wait, sends hold on, all the hold hate. On. You, you send all the hate to me on my. Oh team. my gosh, this is true at all. What this, this guy? Okay, bring it to me. Come on, this guy. I don't want to. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Okay, um, yeah, that's because you I don't do have one. Genuinely, oh my gosh, don't start. The ammunition is there. Um, okay, then shoot it. The uh, uh, the what it. I do want to get to and hit because tonight is uh, is our Super Bowl episode. I wanted to make our picks tonight. Uh, the Super Bowl MVP, and we are gonna hit that. I I I, I kind of want to save that for the end. Okay. So, um, first let's go ahead and we're gonna let's just pick the winner without the score. Okay, okay? and then we'll discuss. So I will start on this one. Um, I I have gone back and forth a little bit, uh, but I kind of knew where I was going to land the whole time. Um, I I just think when when you build super teams, you do it for a reason, and you build the consistency you, you uh, that that the Rams have. Um, it becomes this Dave and Goliath scenario almost. And yes, there is a young dumb. David over there. There is um, who could potentially find that weak spot and exploit it. Um, but I think this David and Goliath is going to end a little differently. I'm picking the Rams to win. 
Grant. So, as we know, I don't even think we need David. To David. <laughs> David beats Goliath. He always does the smooth stone right into the forehead, and then decapitates the man. So I think the Bengals are going to win, and that's I, just I'm I'm with you in the rooting. Yeah, I am a hundred percent. I'm a, not because I am a Rams hater. I am not really, honestly. Like even yeah. though they're in division, I. The 49ers have some very good recent success other than, oh, you know, nine days ago, um, you know, against them. So that has not been a thing for me. But uh, I'm I'm 100 percent in your camp. I want to see it happen. I, yeah. I just do. I don't I, I don't want another NFC West team to win the Super Bowl. Well, and, and for me, mainly, it's, I do. it's just for the story, just because it's like, yeah, the Rams obviously were the, the favorite to even win to go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. We yeah, even talked about of, it. I mean, yep. All the pieces they added. And so for a guy who is in his second year and this and this fantastic it's a great story. It's an awesome story. And also if the, the Rams Stafford, weren't in it, I would be rooting for the Bengals to yeah, I, Oh be yeah, clear. we 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 know. We yeah. know. Yeah, but I mean I'm I'm going for the Bengals also if, just because the forty ers has gone done their three and and they were playing in this game. You're a hundred percent just like please, please do not let them win. Yeah, and I might yeah, be I in the camp of like maybe the Niners can still win, but like I would still be rooting for the Bengals in the yeah, same I, fashion. I would right, I, and I would totally expect the same thing. So we know that Jameson's picking the Rams. I am picking hundred percent. We don't even need to do that. Um. So so let's go. Let's go to our score though. We will start with you on that, Jameson. So you, what do you think the separation is? How high score are we going here? What's your final? So I believe the line was like four or four and a half. Yeah. Coming into this, um, I've heard some good arguments from both sides on whether or not like the Bengals are going to win, or are they going to cover the spread, or you know what? What should the line be? I've seen some people say the line should be like seven Rams. I think it's probably going to be 27-23, kind of in that range. And yeah. I think the Rams are going to win. Um, if anything, uh, I think it ends on um, Bengals have the ball. They're down four points. They got to go down and score. There's not much time left. And then it maybe ends on like and some And then a Aaron repeat Donald. of the NFC Championship. Yeah, and it, it's that kind of thing where the defense yeah. does their thing in the biggest moment, and some that's kind potentially of like where you have the Aaron Donald. Well, yeah. that or you have the Aaron Donald like, okay, now it's it's right. fourth and seventeen, and tracks right, him down, can, drops can, him. Does Joe Burrow and Stafford Jamar have one more like crazy yeah. conversion in them? D up Jalen on one guy, and then send the the pass rush. I think that's probably how it ends with with them trying to do that because I do think it's going to be back and forth. I don't think it's going to be a double digit score game. I think this game has the potential to be that of all of the potential Super Bowl matchups. Like this is probably one where I don't want it to be lopsided, but it could. Yeah. It just could. You know, like, I feel like the Bengals are one year away from being like the the Chiefs kind of thing. But I think 27-23 is kind of where I'm cozy. Grant. So, the Rams are the worst matchup for the Bengals, I think, out of the Rams, out of the, the Niners. But, that being said, Bengals win. I think it's similar. I think it's 27-24. I think I legitimately think it ends like McPherson. all of the yes, like it's all 24, of these 24 and they yep, go get the kick and they go get the kick just like it's like always that. ended. I like that. I mean, and again, and again, McPherson's going to say to bro, looks like we're champions, baby. And goes out there, nails it. Looks like we're going to Disneyland. Yeah, I, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So I've had, I've had this score in my head for like a bit. Um, 
I, I we should say real quick, Matt's really good at predicting scores. I, uh, yes. Like I, so, I, this is two years ago, your team yeah. was in the Super Bowl, and you picked thirty-one twenty. I did. You said Niners are going to win. Yes. And but it was, was the 31 20 Chiefs. So I'm hoping I'm wrong and it, the, the score did. I do the same thing <laughs> yeah. again. No, I, I actually am really good at, at scoring games. And I don't know why, because genuinely in my head, it just like this makes sense to me. I watch enough football. I'm just like, this makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think this is a 30 to 24 game. I think there's actually going to be more points than, than, than we might assume. Um, and I think it's going to be because of the young mistakes. I think the turnovers lead to points uh, for mm. the Rams. Um, I'm not saying they're going to get a ton of short field, but they're going to get it at least once when it matters. So uh, I, I, I think it's 30, 24. I, I love the idea of the ball in Joe's hand and doesn't quite get there. I think that's a great storyline and uh, validates the whole Stafford trade and that big story. I think that that's a cool story if it all happens. There's cool and, stories on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, there always is when you get to this point. There always is. But I, I think that everything that we've seen and we've thought, it would make sense that it ends that way. Um, and I think I do think the Rams are going to have to put up points. I, I genuinely think that Jamar Chase could score twice in this game or... Uh, or or Mixon does. I, I either way. I mean, they're they're either going to get close on the goal line or or Chase gets loose and goes. Um, you know, I but I think the Rams take it. Um, and then and then we go to to our uh or again thirty to twenty four. Um, but I think. All right, I'm going to go ahead here. Super Bowl MVP, hands down, without a doubt, is Cooper Cup. Um, it, it's, there's no doubt in my mind. That's what's going to happen. Um, I've seen him play a lot this year, a ton. I have watched him just game after game after game, destroy defenses. He is in the prime. The dude is about to get like all the dollars, all the dollars. They're going to throw the bank at him. They're going to let Von Miller go play wherever he wants. (laughs) They're going to throw him all the dollars. OBJ is not going to be able to play there next year. Um, unless he signs a certain type of deal, um, which I don't think OBJ is going to sign. I, I don't if know. They win, I feel if like they win, then maybe. I also think what that guy's about. I also think he's just an LA kind of guy. Oh, he's not. I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't disagree. All about with the that. money. Do you know what they're paying him? Like nothing. No, I understand that he's earning what he's about to get. OBJ has already earned what he's going to get next year. So, but I, I mean, honestly, guys, like he's he's signing a fifteen million dollar per year next next year. That's happening. He's been. It might only uh, be two years, but he's going to be pushing for three or four. He's been getting what he wants in any one-on-one matchup all postseason. Well, and there's a reason for that because this other dude, yeah, uh, takes all of the. Who attention is also him. my favorite to win Super yeah. Bowl MVP. I, I, yeah, I just think it's obvious. Uh, genuinely, I think that him and Aaron Donald are going to be the two best players on the field on Sunday, and uh, and I think Cooper's just where he's at at his with his game right now. It's him. But that, honestly, it, dude, for all I know, um, it could be McPherson kicking five field goals at this point. <laughs> like, who, who knows? I literally heard that on a podcast. Yeah. Like, what's what? What are the betting odds for McPherson, and what does he have That'd to do fun. to get there? And they were that like, that would be awesome. And That'd they were fun. like, I think he has to have five field goals, and at least two of them are like fifty three plus. I'm yards. not a betting man, but if those odds are legit, I'll throw a hundred bucks on that just for fun. Like that, I'm not a betting guy, but I just, I don't know. I those like the dudes with that. Kind I want to say it was like a thousand to one or something like that. Oh my gosh, that might be fun. I, you know, I'm but, gonna be in. Well, I'm not gonna be in Vegas this weekend, <laughs> but I'm I'm going soon. So maybe this is on my head. 
All right, Grant. Lasties. <sighs> Joe Mixon. Okay. Gonna win the it's not a bad pick. Yeah. I think Joe Mixon's going to do it. You're, I all, think you're all in on, just, on the Bengals running I, the ball. I really am. Just because everyone thinks they're going to pass. And they should. They should name, think. And, and they, uh, he walked out, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Jameson walked out. That's okay. <laughs> no, but, but, but I just think that everyone's going to expect the Bengals to pass. And I mean, I'm not, who, who wouldn't? Yeah. But I think that's going to allow for Joe Mixon to get a lot of yards catching. A lot good. He's going to break away for like three or four big plays, some 20 yard chunk plays. And I think the Bengals are obviously going to have to win on offense because that's their strength. They, yeah. Their defense is okay. Their defense has been, been able to make a couple stops here and there. And I think that they can do that. And then put the ball back into Joe Burrow's hands. And I think Joe Mixon can score twice. I think he's going to score twice. All right. We're in the same camp. Cup and the Rams. Our scores are similar-ish, although I think it's going to be a little more high scoring than you mm-hmm. do. Grant is taking the Bengals oh, and boy. all the way. Uh, I think I legitimately think I'm going to buy a, a, a shirt or a hat. I'm like to re- already cool. jumping ship oh, after oh. one year, huh? Jeepers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Typical it is. Typical Seahawks fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Unreal. I, I'm honestly curious. Like, <laughs> I will never own another team's. What? Gear, what? What do you think? Don't do it. I'll give it to Levi. Because he apparently he's yeah apparently Levi's going to jump ship if Joe Burrow wins. He's not going to be. He's huh? giving up on the Baker dream. That's probably uh, well, a, it's probably a good bet. He probably should. Uh, I'm not, he's, he's I, not, to say that there, not to say that there isn't one, but what do you think the path to victory is for it, the Bengals? Uh, the Bengals have to run the ball yeah. and get 135 yards. I, I, they I, have to because that, that wears that defensive line out. I, that's, I, I, that's was, I was going to say 120, but I mean 120, 130, something like that. But yeah. also literally... Because Joe Burrow can run too. Um, yeah, I, I, but he'd prefer not to. He'd prefer not to, and but they he, would prefer to not have him because his knee exploded last year. Well, but um, if he's gonna if he's gonna boo boo, you want to do yeah. it in this game. But yeah. uh, because can you imagine Joe were, Burrow's ACL goes bye bye on the run to set up the McPherson field goal <laughs> to win the game? What is this? The replacements? Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves shows up, <laughs> but uh, says that we're all breathtaking because if. If their game plan is we're going to beat you by running, I would take that any day of the week. There were so many first downs that the Bengals wasted just handing the ball off to Joe Mixon and not getting sure. anything, and now they're playing second and third and long. Like, oh, yeah, behind, behind well, the yeah. sticks. And, and, and that's how that's how the Rams beat the 49ers in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Just wasted handoffs to Mitchell. Yeah, uh, and now it's like, okay, now you're second Debo. and long. Like, not obviously Joe Burrow can get out of a second and yeah. long, but now it's saying, okay, you yeah, know, play no, this second game. and eleven. I, I think yeah. no, I, I I totally agree though. That's that's the path to winning this game is you've got to figure out a way to run the ball on the Rams. That's how the 49ers beat them twice, once handily. Um, is turnover game and being able to just run the ball down their throats. That's a, it's a thing that certain teams have been able to do against the Rams. That's well, where I'm just thinking. I'm just, I'm, I'm banking on this O line every week. The Bengals O line has gotten a little bit better. Obviously, they had the abysmal Except showing. Except for the that Titans week nine against. No, the, or, I mean, sorry. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. After that, they were able to protect Joe Burrow against the Chiefs. Now I think they can be able to protect Joe Burrow, open up a couple lanes for the running back to go through. There's a lot of hope here. There is a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope. Rebellions are built on hope, okay? If the winning strategy is the offensive line protects Joe Burrow against the Rams' pass rush, who doesn't have to blitz, I don't like that. I'm not saying I like it either, but that's what I'm going with, dude. Yeah, there's hope. There's hope. I, I, 
I don't think that you can be uh, a fan of either of these teams and uh, and feel confident here. I, I, I want to say that about every Super Bowl that we watch. I don't think going into last year that the Bucks felt confident. No. You know, I think they probably felt confident in their game plan. I, but I don't think they were confident, like, we're going to stomp the Chiefs. You look back over over. This the might be the most Super confident Bowls. Super Bowl matchup that I have had in a while, even as, like, a observer. I I think you're for neutral I games. Think, I think there's I think some blinders blind. on. Just a little bit. No, I, I like them being straight up. I... I Bro, did you see what the, the Bengals were able to beat the Chiefs, man? I know, but when you look at yeah. all, and the of, Titans. all of the teams that could have been in the Super Bowl and we get the Bengals, not to say that the Bengals are bad, yeah. obviously. I, I think the Bengals are good. Think, They're here for a reason. I think the Bengals are a fantastic road team that wins gutsy games yeah. that keep themselves in it with the weapons that they have and a quarterback who doesn't blink. I mean, he's, he's young and dumb. And that, honestly, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but like he's young and dumb and he just doesn't know any better. And it's the right recipe. We've said it a ton of times. It's the young, it's that young, I don't know what I have in front of me. It's like, like Pat McAfee talks about all the time. Like when he went to the Super Bowl his rookie year and he, and he's like, all these guys, like I'm in the locker room and they're all crying. He's like, dude, we'll be back next year. What are you guys freaking out about? And he's just, I just didn't realize how hard it was to get there. I'm going to say this too. And you know. This and I know I'm 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 quoting I I don't know who it is. The Bengals are playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. Absolutely they can nothing. Chuck the ball. They could run this game plan. They could do whatever Joe they Burrow's want. Joe Burrow's in his second who year. Cares? Jamar Chase is in his first year. Dude, all the pressure is on the Rams. It's the, at SoFi Stadium. Matt Stafford has to show up. So glad to be here. That they, they honestly they could lose this game forty to three. And their fan base would be like, honestly, hey, do you remember 2022 if the Rams lose when we this went game, to the Super Bowl? I don't think this team is going to look even close to the same because they put all their chips in. I, they did. They and, put every single they, chip that they had in this run. And, and if they and, don't get it, I think nah. they would look close to the same. I, I think there's there's going to be some some missing pieces that won't come. I, I don't think OBJ is coming back. No. Yeah. If we lose, it's so, like Vaughn's gone. Von, I think OBJ is OBJ, OBJ in gone. particular. Your, your midseason moves I are think, probably I aren't think coming Whitworth back unless they, probably gone. they want to take. Well, he's just retiring. He's yeah. going to retire. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but, but we already the, lost him for like a whole year last right. year. Right. And, and, and yeah. So there's going to be a few missing components. W- would you say. I, I don't think you could say, though, that anything outside of a win in the Super Bowl is a lost season for the Rams. I mean, dear Lord, like, I, I don't I don't think so. I, I I wouldn't say that, and I'm no hater of getting rid of all the draft picks. I hate it. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, as much as I understand it, I hate it. But that's, but that's also why I but, am as confident in this, just because it took a lot of luck for us to not play the Bills or the Chiefs or I, I know the Titans probably oh, I, were Yeah, if you gold, could but, pick a team to oh, play... Sure. It's this the might be because the, the only other option picked. would have been the Raiders, and that's like the yeah. second best option. Yeah, you know, but or the number one best option. This Derek is the second Carr best is not option. getting out of the first round. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. So yeah, uh, but, of all the teams, like you get there and you're like, okay, yeah. obviously we know they're frisky, that's but this is probably, probably the most. The this is probably the most confident that you could uh, be. Yeah. Going into I don't know. I'm and just, plus, we win most of the matchups the way that we want to. Yeah, and I I I think honestly, if you're if you're the Bengals, uh, genuinely, I I think you got nothing on the other, which is why you have nothing to lose because we win all the matchups. We're you got nothing to lose. Nothing supposed to, to win. We are we're the home again, team. Nothing to prove. Joe Burrow's in his second year. Yep, his first full prove. season. Yeah, I, which is Joe Joe's on his third season. No, fourth? second, second. He Mixon. Oh, oh Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. 
Oh no, Sorry, he's on I like said that. He's uh, like fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, he's been. I, around I think he's four. Yeah, I'm doing math. Four. So like, yeah, and you, you, I mean, your stud wide receivers are. Uzama rookie. is your oldest, you know, tenured player on your team. Oh yeah, and he might not play. Yeah. Oh really? Higgins probably isn't going to play, or uh, not Higgins. I was going to say Friggin', what? Uh, Mike Higby. Drop. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that injury against the Niners was legit. It's a high ankle. Uh, it was a knee, I think. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I had that wrong. My yeah. Bad. Same thing with Uzama. Dude, so they're both kind of. I can't. Boat. I can't imagine how much that would suck. Oh, dude, get hurt in the like an NFC or AFC championship, miss the Super Bowl. That would oh. just be the worst. I honestly might just be like, yeah. screw you guys. I'm I'm suiting up. I'm going out there. <laughs> Inject me with whatever well, you got to, other than the stuff that I'm not allowed to. No, 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 no. Even at that, she's like, they'll test me after the game. <laughs> I think we heard. I'll, I'll serve a four game suspension next year. What are they going to do? Take it away it from me? <laughs> either earlier today or yesterday, whenever they were doing like the initial, like, hey, pull the players and coaches yeah. aside and do like the Super Bowl talk stuff. Um, they were asking McVeigh about uh, Higgins and like some or Higby. There's so many like H I G names. Yeah. Um, they were talking about Higby and they're like, yeah, he hasn't suited up yet. He might not practice. So like at best, it's probably like a game time decision. They're probably playing coy. And, and he's going to be in the passing game and not the blocking game. Uh, yeah. That's, and, and then, but you'd see this, there's a danger in that, that I think maybe, maybe a casual fan doesn't realize you're like, well, if you can get in there for the passing downs, isn't that great? No, because then you can't, uh, you can't hide him. Yeah. You're telegraphing in, what you guys are doing. Yeah. You, you in, in first and second down. And we've know. got good production out of our, um, replacement tight end players. Yeah, the, so. we've never heard of him, so let's throw the ball to him, guy. Yeah, yeah. it's it's super fun. Uh, <laughs> it was really fun to watch. As soon as he caught the first pass in the NFC Championship, I was like, yeah. they're going to go to him like five times, and yeah. this is going to pick us He's been really consistent for play. us in that way. And yeah. again, like also having Van Jefferson as the wide receiver three and with mm-hmm. OBJ's doing. So it's not like we're going to miss a lot of production. We will miss right. him. But Well, I'm excited for Sunday. I'm excited to see what happens. Absolutely. We have made our picks. We what we think is going to happen anyway. We'll have a full recap next Tuesday. Before we go, I'll just mention uh, next Tuesday will be the last of our weekly versions of this podcast for a few months. Um, We're going to be changing a little bit of our format and focus. Uh, We're going to do some deep dives on some stuff between the end of the NFL season and then the coming of next NFL season. Um, We do a few different uh, types of uh, deep dives like. We're going to talk to you guys about uh, the NCAA tournament and do a deep dive in March on that uh, in April. Which is next uh, month. We're going to go after the uh, NFL draft uh, and go deep there. Have a lot of fun with that. In May, we'll be doing a recap of what happened in the draft and also some look forward uh, to the NBA playoffs. Um, in June, we'll be uh, capping off uh, the NBA finals. Um, as they're as they come to a close and talking about the NBA season that was, and then July we'll have training camp starting up for the NFL. Touch in a little bit on where the baseball season's at. Uh, possibly do a little bit of a deep dive. Celebrating into the-, the Mariners getting into the playoffs, ending their drought. Yeah, in July we're gonna do that. Genius. Yes. Anyway, yes. Uh, the MLB All Star Game. That's how might good do, they're gonna be. Do a little yeah. bit of a deep dive there and have some fun with some some different things. Uh, but our format's gonna go to once a month. I just so in part we can we can have a little break in our our personal lives, uh, but also so we can give some attention uh, to some really good content. Um, and we we know that when we have the opportunity, uh, we we are very successful in doing those deep dives. So we'll be taking uh, some hard angles and some hard looks at stuff. Uh, and then also the the last announcement there would be 
you're going to see our format change as we go into our weeklies in the fall. Um, we have discovered in the last five and a half months of doing this show that we really love one sport a little bit more than the others. And it's underwater basket weaving. Uh, we love underwater basket weaving uh, and water guy. polo. Um, no, we we are clearly uh, an Curling. NFL-dominated show. And so on the weekly, we are going to be unapologetic about our 90% investment into the NFL. Um, Which and we already all were. We football. just didn't say it. Well, I think we spent a lot of time on college football at, at times. Yeah. Uh, certainly... I've got a little bit more of a enjoyment in my life on a wide variety of sports, uh, but I realize that a lot of our engagement and we've listened. I, I've listened to a lot of people who have uh, gone through our podcasts and uh, and love the content and and have been a, a good addition uh, to the conversation. Um, you know, we're we're gonna take that feedback. We we understand that the NFL is a lot of what you guys want to hear and what you want to talk about, and so. We've taken that into great consideration and are going to make that adjustment. So uh, next week, we'll be leading off with the Super Bowl, of course. We'll be talking about that and all major stuff. And then we'll uh, after that, we're going to see you guys about a month later as we roll up to uh, the NCAA tournament. We're going to do our bracket pick them. We're going to talk about uh, the NCAA tournament and these podcasts will probably split into um, like two one and a half hour things uh, that we'll be doing in one straight shot once a month um and uh anyway uh we just want to make you guys aware of that um but that that'll be the big change for sportsify coming up so uh we'll try and do a, a better job of communicating uh through our social media when the episodes are coming and uh and some of the content that we're going to have there and also involve you guys in the conversation there so thank you guys so much for listening uh mm-hmm. hanging out with us uh go, go bangles go bangles, bangles. Go bangles. Go bangles.